Super Talk Mississippi media production. Hey parents, Jack and Claire's Children's Boutique in Oxford features the latest brands of baby and children's clothing, shoes, toys, and accessories. Check out Jack and Claire's Facebook page too. Jack and Claire's Children's Boutique, West Jackson Avenue next to Belk. This is Gerard Gibbert and thank you for listening to Middays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Who are you? Welcome to Real Talk for Real Mississippians. Okay, let's begin. Welcome to the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. everyone and welcome to the JT show Super Talk Mississippi Gerard Gibbert live from Founder Square at Mississippi's giant house party the Neshoba County Fair Rhino back in the studio on this Friday Eve indeed it is and this will be our second and final day broadcasting the show here from the heart of the Neshoba County Fair and kicking off the show today we got a great program on tap for you but kicking us off Mississippi's Insurance Commissioner, my good friend Mike Cheney. Morning, Mike. Good to see you. Good morning, Gerard. Just heard you speaking there in the pavilion. Uh, always enjoyed that, informing Mississippians about exactly what your department does. And a lot of folks don't know, just start with this, that your department is responsible for the Fire Academy. That we are. And uh, I tried to tell folks this morning that the Fire Academy trains about 16,000 people a year. We go out to the cities and actually have virtual classes, and we actually own hand in a lot of the cities and what does this do for you it protects your life one and protects your property but the main thing that most people want to hear about is it lowers your insurance rates yeah exactly exactly (laughs) that's a big deal for a lot of folks. Sixteen thousand. that's amazing it's a lot of people that come through we've got 13,000 volunteer firemen almost 14,000 and we have to provide them with equipment and it's always a challenge Gerard to make certain that you have the money so my goal is to been to, to get a permanent funding base for the fire academy and for the rural fire truck program which protects lives and and we're working on it I think we're very close right all right so let's talk insurance for a minute it, your department regulates all categories of insurance is that correct so we regulate we regulate i told the folks this morning at the fair that we touch everybody's life even before they're born until after they die yeah uh, go on to paradise because that's usually <laughs> health insurance when, they, when the mother's pregnant yeah involves insurance and when you die it's usually burial insurance so, yeah and everything in between that life insurance <laughs> health insurance car insurance you name it we cover wow, it. wow. so uh, health insurance is a, is a major expense for most people, certainly those that have private health insurance, whether they're, it's being provided by their employer through a, a group coverage or it's individual in the independent, in the individual market, I should say. Now, either way, uh, those costs are a material amount of someone's monthly expenses. Where do you see it going from here with respect to rates, and what's the possibility that we might have some new carriers setting up shop here in Mississippi? Well, I've, uh, let me go backwards on this. I've got uh, several carriers that have applied on the health side to come in and, and provide insurance. We've got uh, some of the, what we call the blues that, that are yeah. associated with the Blue Cross Blue Shield Association that are coming in and we've actually um, have approved three of those to come in 
how beginning in January of 2022. In addition to that, we've got we got a host of new companies we've approved to write insurance on the Gulf Coast, and that's because it, that's kind of become vanilla now because we've got that pretty, problem pretty well covered. Yeah, rates are fairly decent on the Gulf Coast, except for flood and the risk 2.0 that's coming in September from the federal government will help us solve some of those problems. And uh, out of the 63,000 policies that NFIP has in the state. Uh, 10,000 of those policies will get a decrease, and um, 30,000 will have small increases uh, up and down. Not, yeah. not a lot of money involved. And in addition to that, we've got the private sector that also covers a lot of the people on the Gulf Coast and gotcha. around the state. Now, so the question is, what are we doing about um, health insurance, and what do you do? The, the problem that well, the lieutenant governor and I have talked about this, along with several of the other leaders in the state, the person that's making even fairly decent money, almost 100000 between he and his wife or his wife and her spouse, yeah. uh, can hardly afford insurance because it, yeah. health insurance is over $1,000 a month for a couple. Uh, I ain't seen it that cheap, to be honest with yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> I've tried to be, be on the conservative side. And that's a lot of chunk that it comes is. out of your paycheck yep. uh, in addition to all, what the federal government takes in taxes. So yep. we've looked at ways to lower costs, although I, I don't regulate health costs, but we do that by working on networks and uh, being innovative in what we do. And some of the new drugs that health insurance companies won't cover we try to get them to cover them simply because they reduce the long-term cost of having somebody go sure. in the hospital. So sure. it's a never-ending battle, and you fight with companies trying to make money and pay big salaries. And uh, that's, yeah. if somebody pays this, uh, a premium on health insurance, they expect something in return. Yeah, and uh, you know that's a, a, just a, a widespread criticism of the insurance companies. But uh, you also know, Commissioner, by the same token, there are a lot of folks that are, are uh, subscribers that aren't totally honest with the insurance companies either. Uh, no, they you, aren't. You've know, you got issue. people. They'll, they'll sign up. We've uh, Affordable Care Act, when it first started, we had people that had been putting off surgery for years and years and years, and they would sign up on the Affordable Care Act, keep it three months, get the surgery, and then cancel it. Yeah. And we went through a lot of that for two years, but that's a, that's about stopped. We've, uh, we've been able to um, cover a lot of those problems. But health insurance is going to be with us for a long time. Uh, the insurance department does not control the health care costs from the health care provider. I'm talking right. about the hospitals right. or the doctors. So the only thing that keeps prices low is the insurance company in between the consumer and the provider because they negotiate rates on the, right. uh, with the provider. And they always want more. And we've had hospitals come in and talk to the department and say, look, we got to have more money. Uh, Medicaid, if they pay you a dollar for a procedure, uh, Medicaid might pay you 92% of what uh, Medicare pays. We need 160% from the insurance company. So they want a dollar sixty for every dollar they get on Medicare. And and so yeah, 92% of what Medicare yeah. pays, which is still less than what private yeah. pays by yeah. a fair amount. So they, 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 it's a it's a never-ending battle to yeah. make certain that um, we can. And that affects your premium. So yeah, that, that's a pretty big deal for us. Well. Uh, it is uh, so. We got the Democrats in Washington. I, I read this morning that the Progressive Caucus is mad because they don't feel like they're pushing hard enough for the Medicare for All uh, program. Uh, actress Susan Sarandon is actually going public and blasting AOC and the squad for not uh, working harder to get Medicare for All passed. Well, I didn't read this morning's news, but we keep up with that, as you're well aware, Gerard, sure. on a daily basis. And the newest scheme is to have Congress. 
uh, is looking at uh, providing Medicaid expansion in those 12 states that have not expanded Medicaid. Mississippi being one of them. Mississippi is one of the one of the 12, and they'll bypass uh, the governors and the legislators, hmm. and they'll put a policy on the ACA, the Affordable Care Act, Federal Marketplace, whatever you want to call it. And that policy will be given out to people that are 138% or less of property level. Which so, is what expansion does. So um, the, wow. the deal is that they're going to make me, I'm afraid, regulate that. And I'm saying I don't. I, that's not my calling in life. But uh, we're watching it every day. Um, hopefully if, they, if that does pass, and, and there's a lot of problems with it if it passes, because it's free, and then you got to tax wow. the hospitals to pay for the difference. Oh, it's it's crazy, but um, and of course, you know, in the infrastructure bill, there's a provision, uh, the extended infrastructure bill, not the bipartisan one that looks like it's going to go and proceed for debate in the Senate. That happened yesterday, but the extended one would actually lower the age of Medicare to 60, and would would also include. Vision, dental, and some other benefits in Medicare as well, and of course the private insurers are balking at that because it's a big part of their market is uh, that 60 to 65 age range. Uh, are you hearing anything from your carriers on that? It's a big problem. It's a, it's a big problem from the carriers, and I will tell you this: that most of that's under the Medicaid side, which is run by the federal okay. government. Yeah. But I have to administer a lot of their roof, which just you. burns me up. But um, <laughs> but I, that's just part of the job. And one of the things that we've looked at uh, was the call them MSP, the multiple state plans that are proposed by Congress. And I wrote a long epistle to our, our two U.S. senators saying we can't afford to do that. I can't regulate things that are sold in other states without an uh, interstate agreement, right? In, or what we kind of like an interlocal agreement between the city and the county to let me regulate something that's in their state. So that presents a host of problems, and we just don't need that. It will destroy the market. Yeah. And and basically, it's a move towards a single payor system what it and, is. and um, Medicare for all. That's exactly right. And you yeah. know who's going to pay for that, Gerard? Yeah, the taxpayers. Taxpayers. <laughs> Pick up the. We'll have to subsidize the coverage <laughs> just to keep the hospitals afloat. We'll, we'll be paying the coverage to keep the hospitals afloat. Now, we do have a plan that we've worked on and presented to SASIO, um, which is the Center for Insurance Information Oversight, run by CMS, which is part of the Center for Medicare and Medicaid Services under HS. Uh, the uh, human health agency. So here, here's the plan. It's it's fairly simple. If we issue a policy, you have defined benefits, which the government doesn't like. In other right. words, you can only get so many dollars. And the second thing is that we would use the rural hospitals as a provider. So if you were in a certain zip code, you'd have to go to that rural hospital. I got you. Which, that helps them stay alive. It keeps rates low. You know what your benefits are. And uh, you don't have a lot of wishy-washy out there about what I want is not what you're going to get. It's yeah. what's covered in your policy. Yeah, to- totally understand. we got about a minute and a half left. Uh, casualty insurance. Are you hearing anything, uh, 40 seconds left, do you hear anything real quick from carriers that sell care, uh, casualty insurance about climate change and how that might impact their rates and premiums? It gives you guys a few seconds here. Uh, climate change is a big deal for us. Uh, we know that uh, climate is changing. I don't know whether it's due to mankind or just what God has in plan for us, but it's been going on for a long time, gotcha. and we, we monitor that. So I'll, I'll be in Kansas City for three days on climate change and resiliency in September. Gotcha. Appreciate it, Commissioner Cheney. Always a pleasure on. to be on Super Talk. We love you guys. Yes, sir. Thank you. Take we'll care. be right back. we got Commissioner Brent Bailey coming up, and then after that, Lynn Fitch, Michael Watson. Stay with us. The JT Show will continue. 
From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 20% chance of showers, sunny skies, high near 96. Tonight, a 20% chance of showers as well, mostly clear, low around 77. Your finally Friday, a slight chance of rain, sunny and hot, high near 98. And for your Saturday, slight chances of rain with sunny and hot conditions, high near 98. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. This is Dennis Stevenson, Director of the Motor Carrier Safety Division of the Mississippi Department of Public Safety. The Highway Patrol, in conjunction with the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration, is conducting big rig road checks for safety each month throughout the state for motor vehicles. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our roads and highways safe. Since the program began, we have issued over 15,000 citations to ensure that everyone is safe on the road. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our Mississippi roadways safe. Employers, are you looking for new employees, spending hours searching recruitment sites? For over 50 years, service specialists have been connecting hard-to-find qualified candidates for employers. Has COVID-19 changed your staffing needs? We have candidates for all of your clerical, administrative, manufacturing, and industrial needs. Call us at 601-898-1085. Service specialists, the expert recruiters, helping employers and job candidates connect since 1967. Now with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, and Oxford. Here's John and Corey Ravenstein for Juniker Jewelry Company. If you're thinking about selling your old jewelry, especially diamonds, knowing what you have is the key to getting the best price. At Juniker Jewelry Company, as gemologists and appraisers, we will assess accurately the real value of what you have. And then make you the very best offer. You see, as true diamond brokers and importers, we buy and sell diamonds every day on the worldwide market. We specialize in diamonds of a carat or more and can discreetly handle any diamond, no matter how large. That diamond ring you inherited from Aunt May. Or maybe it's that diamond you just don't wear anymore because it simply lost its meaning. We'll help that diamond find a new home. For all your diamond needs, come to Juniker Jewelry Company. Buying or selling, we are Mississippi's most trusted name in diamonds. Juniker Jewelry Company, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison, and junikerjewelry.com. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Celebrating our 40th anniversary at Cock of the Walk. Voted the best catfish in Mississippi with our grilled or fried catfish along with greens, coleslaw, and a skillet of our homemade cornbread. With locations on the Reservoir, Pocahontas, and one mile from the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Catfish, hush puppies, and fried dill pickles. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I like chicken. I like fish. I like hush puppies. I love it. Catfish is excellent. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Gallo here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. I'm back. I told you I was coming back. This is the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. The JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. Gerard in the heart of the Neshoba County Fair, Founder Square, Mississippi's giant house party, Rhino holding down the fort back in the Super Talk studios. 
shall we say, the cool Super Talk Studios. Cool over there, Rhino? Yeah, I am definitely not envious of uh, the heat you are enduring. <laughs> it is hot, it is humid, but it's the fair. That's the way it's like. Rhino would have to shave his beard to be out here, wouldn't he? <laughs> that would be the Public Service Commissioner, Brent Bailey. Well, he'd be fine this time of year because it's right after the Palmer Home Radio Fine, so he's already shaved his oh, beard. Yes, oh, okay. yeah, he's a new guy. You won't even recognize him. <laughs> All right there, Commissioner. Heard you uh, speak a little bit over there at the Pavilion. And uh, start out with what? what's your central message today? What are you talking to folks about? We really just want to come out here and enjoy being out in the fair and, and engaging with the folks in Shelby County, as you say, right in the heart of the Central District of the state of Mississippi, and uh, just kind of share some of the, the high points that we're doing. Not get too serious today. It's not election year, of course. Uh, but really want to continue to inform people of the good work we're doing for them to keep rates low, to go after the robocallers, uh, to help broadband expansion across the state, and just do the, the things that the PSC does. I know it's not always the most exciting work that goes on. We tend to fly under the radar of a lot of people. But at the same time, it's important work. Yeah. Um, as, as we've mentioned today, let these uh, let the power go off here around the fair today. These air conditioners go quiet. <laughs> You'll see a little chaos running around here, wouldn't you? So, uh, you certainly would. <laughs> so it's always important to have that reliable Internet, and I mean the reliable power going. Uh, whatever that utility yeah, is, people come exactly. to expect it, and it's what they pay for, and we want to ensure they get that yeah. reliable, affordable service. What uh, What's on tap with respect to rates, uh, electrical rates, uh, gas rates, et cetera, anything that we should be looking out for? I want not too much. Uh, as, as we've seen, natural gas has creeped up uh, because for various issues. Exports are up. Um, some of the challenges were production. Uh, we had high uses back in the winter, and now we're replenishing our underground storage, uh, which puts upper pressure on rates. And that's going to have uh, upper pressure on those fuel costs. And that may have a little impact, but um, we've seen just such uh, an extended period of low natural gas rates that the impact should be minimal. Uh, but that's something we're going to continue to keep an eye on. The utilities do a great job of, of hedging their bets, you can say, uh, to ensure that they're smoothing out those peaks and valleys of, of energy costs, fuel costs, to ensure that those rates remain you know, fairly predictable for the long term. Yeah. Well, we're, we're seeing, of course, uh, some areas of the country have, have actually uh, completely suspended and now prohibit natural gas connections well, uh, in, in the... Uh, the climate change fight effort, right. essentially. Are anything like that possible here in Mississippi? No, as you may recall, the legislature just this past session took action and passed what they call an all-fuels bill. Really yeah. put all fuels on the on the same playing field and to disallow any one fuel resource or energy resource to be discriminated against, to yeah. be banned and that kind of stuff. So that will not be possible in the state of Mississippi going okay. forward. Okay. Well, that's good to know because yeah. it. I, I think natural gas is a, is a great... Uh, component of an overall effective, efficient, and cost-affordable, uh, cost-effective strategy, affordable strategy, and it just seems crazy to me that we've got certain areas of the country that are banning natural gas connections to, it's been, to it's new what, construction. Yeah, it certainly was helped Mississippi to have very low, stable rates for the yeah. last several, several years, 10 years or so, and will likely continue that down that path the next 10 years. So it's a strong part of the energy mix uh, for both energy and Mississippi Power. It's like 90% of their energy mix you know, around the year. Yeah. While there are other contributors, coal, um, 
out-of-state hydro, nuclear, yep. um, solar, and potentially wind in Mississippi at some mm. point in time. So we have a very diverse mix of energy resources here mm. in the state, and you leverage those, the intermittent against the base load, and it really helps keep a, a healthy portfolio here. Are, are there any incentives that you know of, getting out of your, your area a little bit, incentives you know of for renewable energy such as solar and wind, et cetera? Are there any incentives from the state? Not so much from the state. From the federal. The federal, for yeah. sure. You have your production tax credits, your investment tax credit, and, and other issues that help you know, bring down that, that front-end cost of those resources and, and help encourage investments in those areas. And we have a fair amount um, down on, in the pipeline here in the state. We have about 2,200 megawatts of solar that's in that interconnection queue, valued at about $2.7 billion. And most of that is located in very rural areas of the state. And so the economic developers in those various counties are excited about the opportunity to have that level of investment in those counties. It brings additional revenues to the local school districts. Sure. Um, it kind of says, hey, we're, we have alternative energy resources in our county. It may attract additional businesses that want to be associated with that. Yep. Um, while at the same time, maintain the overall reliability profile of energy here in the state. Yeah. Well, I, I knew I'd seen some solar farms. I can't remember exactly where I was, but uh, not too long ago, it's a pretty large patch of land that was had them stacked in there. We so. do. That. There's three big ones in the Hattiesburg area. There's Maybe one that's in Lauderdale County. Uh, um, big one in Lauderdale County out near the Naval Air Station, and others are being built in Carroll County and in Sunflower County. And there's, like I said, several others on the book as well. Yeah, it's incredible. It's incredible. Uh, but it's, I think it's good to see any any time of any any type of uh, innovative investment like that. Because wh- whereas today a lot of people feel like, well, that's just not affordable. It's not practical, which may be true to a great extent. But it's coming. There's lots of technology in the works, as you know, that that's going to really change the whole landscape of energy production and energy consumption. Yeah, there's a tremendous amount of R and D going on in all these areas, and and even what kind of think is the the old legacy energy resources nuclear yeah exactly. um, while we're not saying there's only one major nuclear construction project in this in the nation at this time there's a lot being done on what we call small modular reactors and, and advanced nuclear and, and it's a whole range of opportunities and options out there and it's almost kind of a horse race to see who's going to you know win that and where the economies these scales are going to fit and where they fit in the you know future energy portfolio and yeah. We're looking at a lot of that, the PSC, and what's called our inter- integrated resource planning. Right. And we're really just in the throes of that. It really creates a much more open, transparent, a lot more stakeholder um, involvement in what the energy portfolio should look like for the next 5, 10, and even 20 years down the road. Yeah. Because these investments, they're generational. Um, a That's typical right. power plant may stay in operation from 40 to 60, maybe even 80 wow. years. That's two or three generations that you know, folks are going to have the ability to take advantage of that energy resource so we got to really do our homework before we pull the trigger on where are those investments going to go? Because it's ultimately going to fall back on the ratepayer to help cover those costs. Yeah, it's not something you say. Well, whoops, made a mistake there. <laughs> Let's just shut that down and start over. Redo. It, it, it don't you know? always work that right. As so we, we say in the IT business, design bust. Oh no! So you can't do that <laughs> uh, when you got that kind of money on the line, and it's it is rather permanent. All right. So what about uh, the rural broadband efforts? Lots of money allocated to that. We've got the electric co-ops. In Mississippi, of course, uh, involved in that heavily. Where do we stand on that? It's in your district, in particular. So, in the district, in the central district, um, because it is one of the more rural areas of the state, not every rural electric cooperative has taken that leap to create a um, a broadband subsidiary area. Right. And and that's just the challenge is when some of these folks serve three people per line mile, and you may only get thirty percent subscription. It's hard to make 
that investment going it's forward. An impossible with, business model without significant <laughs> subsidization. Yeah, exactly. and that's where the the real de- development opportunity funds, the American Re- Rescue Plan, the CARES Act, COVID dollars. Now, uh, the Senate passed the infrastructure bill yesterday yep. has another what sixty five billion dollars in it for, for broadband. broadband. It does. So we see a lot of opportunity investment, and I think Mississippi is in a strong position to take advantage of that. Yep. And we're certainly going to be a cheerleader and make sure that that's focused in first in those areas that are unserved yeah um that do not have access to that 25 3 or that 100 100 symmetrical or even that gigabit tier option right exactly. and that's where we want to get out in those rural areas yeah it's it's uh it's not a commonly understood uh business model it's it's kind of complex but you're right when you've got a massive investment to serve a very small density of population that the economics don't work well and that that does require Essentially, taxpayer subsidy to to uh, affect that and, and to you, you facilitate do, that. You see the free market in action in these you know neighborhoods and, and suburban and urban areas where where houses are close to each other, and many times those residents have two or three options yeah. for internet. Yep. Um, but that's just the way the economics work out. Sure. It's hard out there down uh, single lane dirt roads and in back country areas to yeah. have that type of competition and and that. You know, private investment. That's right, and lots of technology in the works on that as well. So I got a question on the ceasefire tax line. Wants to know about uh, utilities buying back generated electricity. How so, does that work? What's that program? So that's all uh, about? called the net metering. Uh, yeah, rule okay. that we have. That's what he calls. That's right. Michael the mailman. Appreciate that, Michael. Hi, Michael mailman. <laughs> um, so the public service commission is actually we're in the process right in the middle of reviewing our net metering rule here in the state. It's been around for about five years now. Yeah, there was a five five year reopener clause in that, and so we're taking a look at that. You know, has it been a successful program? What about the compensation rates? What about the um, the technical side of interconnection itself? Uh, what can we do to help create efficiencies in the program to encourage uh, businesses to come in here, set up shop, um, and to provide that con- design, construction, installation side of things? So, uh, you know, we're, we're excited about where this program is going, and hopefully we can do some things to tighten it up and make it even more attractive down the road. Gotcha. All right. Appreciate you coming in there, Commissioner. See you're celebrating uh, with your Mississippi State Maroon on today, your Hale State button. Yeah. I heard you up there on the pavilion. <laughs> Uh, don't forget, you know, we got some old Miss guys in your district as well. So. I know. we got to have a little fun with them, though. <laughs> we appreciate it. Thank you My for the time. My good friend, the Commissioner of Public Services, Brent Bailey, representing the Central District. We'll take a break right here. When we come back, we've got Attorney General Lynn Fitch. If, we can, uh, if she wraps up her speech in time, we'll get her on before the day's out. Stay with us. Watkins Construction and Roofing. They are the premier company to count on. I know that by personal experience and customer satisfaction and a professional team with the experience of a NASCAR carpet crew plus state-of-the-art equipment from start to finish it also includes the respect for your home or business with a meticulous cleanup when the job is done for a free estimate call the watkins team 601-966-8233 or go to nomoreroofleak.com nomoreroofleak.com Gulf Seafood Outlet. Fresh Gulf Shrimp. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Fresh Gulf Oysters. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Your Fresh Seafood Headquarters. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Highway 51 in Ridgeland, just past Lake Harbor Drive. 601-790-9407. 
With all the disruption in all businesses lately, our clients at PeopleLease didn't miss a beat. Did you struggle to get the necessary records required for COVID relief programs such as PPP, ERTC, or FFCRA? Will you be ready next time? Our clients at PeopleLease are ready. Call PeopleLease today at 601-987-3025. That's 601-987-3025. Or visit our website, PeopleLease.com. Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a Master Tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by and see us or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience. Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. The economy has put a lot of our plans for 2021 behind schedule. Back orders on building materials and appliances to finish the new home or remodel. And what about home security safes? You were planning to buy a Browning gun safe this year, but now shortages on all things gun related have you saying, how do I get one? Well, Security Joe of Discount Gun Safe says, I can get you a safe. He has teamed up with the Browning Safe Company to release an emergency shipment of specially priced safes, arriving just in time for the July rush. Browning has limited quantities available, but Discount Gun Safe has 12, 24, up to 65 gun capacity safes in stock and ready for in-home delivery. With prices starting at just $6.99, we can all afford to protect our firearms and family valuables again. Visit the showroom of Discount Gun Safe at 2636 Old Brandon Road in Pearl to see the largest selection of gun safes in Mississippi or call 601-939-8233. That's 601-939-8233. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at nodripms.com. Whatever Mother Nature dishes out, No Drip Roofing and Construction can take care of it. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. With cases and hospitalizations continuing to rise, the Department of Health is reactivating its COVID-19 system of care plan, effective today. Director of Health Protection Jim Craig explains what that entails. Consistent with the COVID-19 system of care plan, we will enact a COVID-19 rotation to help ensure the proper assignment of patients to an appropriate hospital. Certain elective surgeries will be delayed starting August 1st, with both orders running through the 15th. And three teens are now behind bars and a fourth is being sought following a triple homicide in Tupelo Saturday. According to WTVA, Javion Clifton and Shamar Carroll were already in custody. On Wednesday, U.S. Marshals found Taquan Garth and Jackson. The search continues for Jalen Wells. The four face capital murder charges and the deaths of Jessica Panel, Norris Coleman and Robin Wilson. I'm Andy Davis. The Great American Cleanup has begun. It's the state's largest effort to prevent litter and beautify communities. Keep Mississippi Beautiful is working to expand our wildflower plantings across our state and to make Mississippi more beautiful. We encourage you to volunteer with us this year. And remember, cover and tarp your load and keep litter in its proper place. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.com. Trustmark Checking fits you to a T. 
Use the MyTrustMark app to bank anywhere from your truck to a tent. Make mobile payments at retailers from Tampa to Tacoma. And with new Plus checking, you'll even get discounts on trips. Trip? Oh, hey, you stole my line. You need Plus checking. It has identity theft protection, too. Trustmark. People you trust. Advice that works. Member FDIC. Mississippi, the place you call home, is a state like no other. From the music to the food and the people, the Magnolia State has so many good things to celebrate. And now you can, each weekday afternoon from 2 to 3, on Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and all the good things to do. Life doesn't always have to be serious, so let's have fun. Good Things with Rebecca Turner, weekdays from 2 to 3 on Super Talk Mississippi. The switches are thrown. The signals are given. This is the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. Now the world don't move to the beat of just one drum. What might be right for you may not be right for some. On the JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi, Gerard in the heart of the Neshoba County Fair on Founder Square under the tent trying to stay cool. And joining us now here on the set is our good friend, the Attorney General of the great state of Mississippi, Lynn Fitch. Good morning there, General. Morning. Great to be with you. I saw you navigating your way over from the pavilion, and we so appreciate you coming on. Just got off the stage. Just got off the stage. You know, it's always great to be here. Sure. See so many people. And, you know, having not been here last year for all of us, it's great to have the personal connections, be able to talk with people. And you can tell by the turnout, people are really glad to get to be able to see one another and, you know, have face-to-face interaction. It is uh, uniquely Mississippi. Absolutely. It's it's just so awesome. But we appreciate you coming. So your message today, I heard I caught some of it in, in between being on the show. What what's the central theme of your message today, General? Well, you know, we have so much going on, Gerard, at the office, uh, you know, representing Mississippians, but I want to talk about a couple of big ones. Okay. One, you and I uh, talked about a lot and yep. so graciously appreciate all the outstanding coverage on the human trafficking initiative yep. to be the solution. That has proved already to be very successful. People are calling the number. The awareness is starting. People are understanding that it is happening in our state and that these young, mostly young women, are victims. Yeah. And then it's really on us to step in and help them. That it's Don't be silent. Don't sit on the sideline. It is perfectly acceptable to call in and say, I think this young woman might be a victim and then allow us to go in and do the rescues because that's how we've made so many of these rescues and we've had many many rescues which is exciting we've been able to extract these young girls from these horrific situations but the tips have been phenomenal giving us that opportunity yeah so it's just been so exciting to know that the outreach is very productive and you know as you and i talked about these young victims they're somebody's daughter yep they're somebody's granddaughter sister and they didn't ask to be in this situation they never knew that this family member was going to traffic them and they would be caught in this bubble that they couldn't get out 
So they're looking for people to trust and people to help them in their next steps in life. And what we've learned in, in discussions with the victims is many of them didn't even know that they were being victimized. They didn't even realize the situation they were in was not a standard way of life. Right. That disturbed me when I heard that. Like, they didn't even know being abused in, in ways that are just horrible and really didn't even know that. Had to learn. No, there is a different side of life, a different way of life. Uh, but what we've seen through your efforts, the efforts of uh, DPS, law enforcement, justice, and now the private sector is taking an interest. Do you feel like that is what is uh, causing an increase in the, in the tips and just more awareness uh, more education about this problem in our state? Is that contributing Absolutely. to that? You know, because early on when we would talk about it, people were almost in denial. Yeah. We don't have that going on in our state. Right. That can't be happening in my community. Certainly not, a, you know, seeing that a convenience store or that child getting on and off the school bus yep. is really not in that situation. When, in fact, they really are. Yeah. And so people now feeling like, okay, I recognize the signs. I understand what I'm looking for now. And I have a landing base. I can call. I can give this tip. I can text in. Or that billboard or the PSA or the information said, here's what I need to do. And now I know where to go. So I, I just as you said, I truly think it's important because everyone's embraced it. Yeah. You know, from the public side, law enforcement, uh, and certainly now having the private sector be engaged is very key. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So uh, let's turn our focus to uh, the abortion case. I mean, this right. is this is getting uh, gaining national attention. Uh, I frequently read national publications and news sources, and it's referred to as the Mississippi abortion case. I guess uh, help us out a little bit. Exactly what are you suing for, and what do you expect? How do you handicap that? What's the outcome you're looking for? Right. So this case had been percolating. It's a 15-week abortion case. Yep. Came up a few years ago. Again, appeals going through the process, and it sat on the United States Supreme Court list for a number of months. So when they pulled it and said, we're going to hear the Mississippi case in May, we were thrilled. We yeah. were so excited uh, that we'd been blessed to have this opportunity to represent our state, but also to represent the nation, because this is a very impactful case. Yes. And the real nexus is, certainly, this is about states' interests. It's about the rule of law. It's about what the state can and cannot do. And certainly time and time again, the Supreme Court has said the state has legitimate interest in protecting different groups, different people within their state. This, too, is a protection matter that state law. So if you've got your legislators you've elected, your governor you've elected, they are the process. Sure. And they put it in place. So here it's, a, it's an opportunity to say we're protecting the interests of our state. We're protecting our most vulnerable we're protecting the mothers, and we're certainly protecting the integrity of the healthcare profession. Yeah. So that all is very key. And if you look at it all together, and you think it's been 50 plus years since we've had the discussion, and what has changed? Well, certainly society has changed yeah. in 50 years, yep. and the science has changed, and it's marching forward. Uh, the courts, we all need to be in lockstep in how we allow the states to truly protect the interest of their the, the members of and representatives of their state. Sure. Well, I, are you in touch with any other attorneys general from the other states uh, that uh, have an interest in this as well? I got to believe you are, huh? Oh, absolutely. This is such an, like, as you said, a it's high profile. Nationwide interest. <laughs> uh, all the attorney generals, uh, 
of the Republican uh, Party just joined into an amicus brief yesterday. Okay. Very exciting. We look to have Gerard probably 50 or more amicus briefs wow. in this case uh, from different groups. Different. We've had um, Senator Hawley, Senator yeah. Lee, and Senator Cruz have yeah, already filed an amicus brief. Yeah. They've already filed a brief. So we're looking to have those come in pretty fast um, because, again, it is so powerful, and it, again, will affect and save so many lives. It will empower so many women, and it will certainly make our medical profession and be engaged in how they can protect the unborn, the babies, the women. And then what? Ne what's next steps? How do we continue to help these uh, children once they're born to move into very sure. safe, strong livelihoods and become you know, citizens of whatever state that they might live in? What sort of pushback have you gotten from the Biden administration, if, if any, and uh, that you could share with us? You know, so far we've really not gotten anything. I think they, other than some of the rhetoric and some yeah. of the... Yeah. Yeah. articles which uh, is just politically measured <laughs> essentially not, not about the case well, that's right. not a, it's not about the rule of law yeah. it is it is certainly more from a political nature yeah. um, but what we have seen are people that really came off of the sidelines and said wow we want to help. It's the Mississippi case, Good. the Mississippi case. Um, we look to argue this case in November. We're waiting for a date specific. Uh, we're excited about that, uh, to be there in front of the United States Supreme Court. And we suspect that they will rule probably early spring or as late as June before they leave their term wow. of court. Well, we look forward to tracking and following that because that is a, a very big deal. And uh, it could be revelational, honestly, in the Supreme Court. Who knows where that'll go, but um, you got to feel good about it. This just sounds to me like this is just fundamental states' rights federalism. I, I mean, that's the issue here. It's not really so much about abortion as it is that. Is that true? That's true. That That is the, the real nexus of the case, which then goes into, we're saying to the court as well, the question is, what is viability? Yeah. What is the line? George? Which has so changed. It, it's, so it's changed. So you know, It's a very dotted line, yeah. and it doesn't mesh with the state's legitimate interests, which they have ruled on time and time again, that states have the right to protect the legitimate interests of their states. Sure. And, and doing it through the, the correct process, legislative process. So I think once we get some answers there too and we get new clear boundaries and it goes back to the states to protect the interests of all that live in their respective states it, it is going to be a game changer yeah. it is going to affect everybody across our country you got just a couple of minutes left general what else is kind of high priority in your office these days well, you know, we're, we're doing a lot of things on some of the bad actors. Um, certainly, we're going after these folks that are child exploitation. And as we knew during the pandemic, we had more and more that came out. We're going after those bad actors. We're taking them down. We're putting them away. Yeah. Um, many times coming hand in that, you, you're, the drugs. We're going after these the, the drug actors. And then many times they're tied in as well to our human trafficking. But, you know, even from a different level, we're looking at, you know, big pharma. When they're not acting responsibly, and when it hurts Mississippians, that's my job yeah. with my team to go after these folks. We're suing the insulin companies, that manufacturers, and some of the, the pharmacy benefit managers. And let me tell you why. Because we've got 13% of our population are diabetics. Yeah. And so what they're having to do is they're either having to ration their insulin, they're either not taking it at all, or they're using expired insulin, and they don't live. The real answer is the health consequences that go with it are extraordinarily detrimental to their health, to the health care, and 
The bottom line is you die. Yeah. You, you die if you don't get insulin. And so uh, in my years in business, that's what the lawyers would always describe as gross negligence, right? So that's the level to which it rises, which gives you a pretty good shot in the courts, and hopefully they'll cooperate with you. General, thanks so much for coming on today. Good to see you. Thank you. Always a pleasure. Appreciate it. Attorney General Lynn Fitch has been our guest. When we come back, we've got uh, another segment, and then the news, and then after the news, Secretary of State Michael Watson joins us. Stay tuned to JT Show from the Neshoba County Fair. Hello friends, this is Andy Gibson, your Commissioner of Agriculture and Commerce. If you love agriculture and the great outdoors, and you don't want to miss the exciting new Ag and Outdoor Expo. 60,000 square feet of everything for ag and hunting and fishing. All on display in the brand new Mississippi Trademark, August 6th, 7th, and 8th. Put on by the great folks at the Foundation for Mississippi Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. And sponsored by Southern Ag Credit. Shop great deals on the latest guns, gear, clothing, and equipment. There's fun for the whole family. The Axe Women Loggers of Maine, the Fetch and Fish Dog Show, and the Big Buck Contest, Mississippi's largest display of trophy bucks. And Saturday night, you don't want to miss the concert featuring national headliner Tyler Farr and hot Mississippi artist Adam Doliak and Hannah Everhart, along with Corey Smith. The Mississippi Ag and Outdoor Expo, August 6th through 8th. For more information, visit MississippiOutdoorExpo.com. The Mississippi Wildlife Extravaganza is back and better than ever. This Friday through Sunday at the Refuge Conference Center in Flowood. Featuring appearances from the Swamp People, David Ellis from Yacht Yacht, Son of the South Josh Carney, the Big Buck Contest, Jason Reynolds High Flying Retrievers, Casting for Kids with Brad Case, the Youth Archery Range, Seminars and Demonstrations on Game Prep, Fishing, and more. The Mississippi Wildlife Extravaganza is back this weekend, indoors and outdoors, at the Refuge Conference Center in Flowood. Pediatric care is more than treating a child when they are sick. It is a health care journey from infancy to adolescence. Dr. Katherine Philippi, pediatrician at Trust Care Kids in Madison. We build lasting relationships with parents based on trust. From pediatric primary care and well child checkups to after hours visits, our specialists provide quality care, usually within an hour, so that your child will feel better faster. To schedule an appointment, visit TrustCareHealth.com and click Trust Care Kids. Trust Care. Feel better, faster. This is the opening agri-market report. The open of the New York Cotton Exchange, December cotton was down 15 to 90.37. March cotton was down 13 to 89.95. The open of the Chicago Board of Trade, November soybeans were up 15 and three quarters, 13.76 and three quarter per bushel. January soybeans were up 15 and a quarter to 13.80 and three quarter per bushel. December corn. Was up seven and a half to five fifty-six and a half per bushel. March corn was up seven and a half to five sixty-four and a quarter per bushel. At the Mercantile, October live cattle was down seventeen to one twenty-eight thirty-five. December live cattle was down two cents to one thirty-three forty-seven. October feeders down seventy-five to one sixty-four eighty-two. November feeders down seventy-five to one sixty-six oh five. And at this hour, the Dow Jones is up one hundred ninety-three points. 35,124. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Super Talk, Mississippi Agri News Network. What does the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation do? We are a voluntary, non governmental, nonpartisan organization seeking solutions. 
to the social economic issues impacting Mississippi farm families. Our mission is to elevate agriculture at the local, state, and national levels. When Mississippi farmers thrive, we all thrive. You can bet the farm on it. To learn more about the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, visit us online at msfb.org. Protect your post-harvest grains and your bottom line from profit-robbing insects. For pennies per bushel, a tank mix of Diacon IGR Plus and PBO8 Synergist gives you the long-term control of an insect growth regulator and the knockdown power of a broad-spectrum insecticide with enhanced efficiency. Help protect your grain with Diacon IGR Plus and PBO8 Synergist from Central Life Sciences. For more information, contact your local dealer or visit bugfreegrains.com. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. You're hearing the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Now, on to the real part. Dynamite! On Super Talk Mississippi. We are back to JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi, Gerard at the Deshoba County Fair. And it has been a good day, lots of political speeches, one after another, just in front of us here at the pavilion. And folks, uh, as soon as they finish speaking, our guests this morning, they're coming right over here to the Super Talk tent and getting on the air, and we so much appreciate them. Uh, and it's just, it's just been a good day. And we got more coming. We got uh, the news coming up your way at noon. And then Secretary of State Michael Watson joins us, followed by Speaker of the House, Philip Gunn. He just spoke. And then the Governor of the State of Mississippi, Tate Reeves. At 1220, Mark Prine, retired Army Colonel. You may remember him from coming on the show when we were down at the Mississippi Armed Forces Museum in Shelby County. And then Douglas Carswell from the Mississippi Center for Public Policy. He'll finalize things today at 1237. But it's been a great day. A lot of fun. It is hot and humid. Fortunately, i got a couple of little fans blowing here on my feet, keeping a little cool. Rhino, we should also mention that Dusty Hill, the legendary bassist for ZZ Top, described uh, commonly as a blues rock trio. He died at the age of 72 yesterday. So sorry to see that. He, uh, wow, I mean, just an icon in the industry and and just very unique, just down-to-earth, good rock and roll music. I mean, when you have a trio that can produce that kind of music, you you got to be happy about that. You gotta, you gotta just say, man, this is really what rock and roll uh, is. It just shows you how diverse it can be, what it's all about. Just a range of, of uh, ensembles, but fantastic music. Always good to, to play when you're riding the vehicle. So, you, you ever do that, Rhino? You got your favorite riding music? Oh yeah, it kind of depends on how what the ride's for. If it's a long trip, it's gonna be different music than if it's just a ride to clear your head. But oh yeah, that. That is my go-to for listening in the car, is just good music. <laughs> it really is good music. It's amazing three people, right, a guitar, a bass, and drums could do that. It's just incredible and how they arrange that to make so many hits, so many great albums. But 
he will be missed, and uh, all kinds of of condolences uh, pouring in from the uh, rock and roll community in particular. Dusty Hill dead at 72. So the president, Joe Biden, looks like he is going to require vaccines or regular tests for federal workers. It looks like that's going to happen today. He is going to decree that. You may recall earlier in the week, he already ordered that employees of the Veterans Affairs Agency would be required to be vaccinated or submit to test. And now it looks like that is going to happen across the entire federal complex, all employees, all federal agencies. And, and gosh, we'll see if there's going to be any backlash from there. I also found it interesting that uh, one of the folks that I really enjoy following is Ken Langone. He is the founder and I think may serve as the, he was a co-founder, and may serve as chairman of the board still for Home Depot. And Langone, who is a billionaire and uh, very conservative, very pro-Trump, very anti this uh, socialist onslaught we've been experiencing here with the Democrats in charge. Anyhow, he says that you're either going to get vaccinated once the FDA fully approves the uh, various vaccines or you're fired. I mean, that literally is what he said. I was a little shocked about Langone's position and his his comment there. So get vaccinated or you're fired at at Home Depot. He he was asked about any risk of litigation uh, along those lines related to that, and he just said, you know, we'll just deal with it. There's always risk of litigation, and business folks know that anyhow. You're just at risk of litigation. It seems like 24 hours a day somebody's always dreaming up something. So we'll see, you know, if this gets traction. But you, you just feel like that you got lots of other private sector organizations who are just kind of watching who's going to be first here. And once they see somebody jump out there, they say, okay, well, we got to sort of follow suit and do the same thing. Really hate to see it. There were, I believe, Rhino, 1,908 cases today in the state of Mississippi. Uh, a huge increase, a huge surge. We had 1,800 and something, uh, I believe, yesterday. So 1,908 in some outbreaks as well in long ter- uh, long-term care facilities. I think that's largely due to the the uh, number of workers that are not vaccinated in those facilities. So. See where all that goes, but there certainly seems like there is a trend uh, towards that. Uh, We've also got the Teachers Union, the National Federation of Teachers. They're coming out and saying we ain't going back to the classroom unless everybody's vaccinated, which is insane and crazy. So you just knew it. They were waiting in the wings to flex their muscles, and here they go. This is uh, going to continue to be a mess. We're going to track it for you and report everything we can find out about it to keep you informed. That's our main goal here. It's time for a break. Super Talk News and Fox News coming your way when we return. It's Secretary of State Michael Watts, and he'll be followed up by Speaker of the House Philip Gunn and then Governor Tate Reeves. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. Online at baroniestreepros.com. 
News. I'm Chris Foster. For the fifth straight Olympics, an American wins gold in women's all-around gymnastics. Suni Lee from Little Canada, Minnesota, is the first Asian-American all-around champion, and more specifically, of Hmong descent, to win a gold medal at any Olympics. She finished first over Rebecca Andrade from Brazil and Angelina Melnikova from the Russian Olympic Committee, who took bronze. Fox's Jared Max. The economy picked up during the second quarter of the year, not as much as most economists expected. Gross domestic product rose at a 6.5% pace in the period. Economists were hoping for growth closer to 9% because of reopenings, vaccinations, and government aid. The job market continued to improve last week, though the decline in new claims for unemployment benefits 24,000 to 400,000 is only a modest change. Fox's Ginny Casola. And vaccinated or not, visitors to Disneyland and Disney World will again have to wear masks indoors and on public transit. America's listening to Fox News. This is Dennis Stevenson, director of the Motor Carrier Safety Division of the Mississippi Department of Public Safety. The Highway Patrol, in conjunction with the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration, is conducting big rig road checks for safety each month throughout the state for motor vehicles. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our roads and highways safe. Since the program began, we have issued over 15,000 citations to ensure that everyone is safe on the road. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our Mississippi roadways safe. Mommy, you know how you told me never to keep secrets? Yes, baby, why? I think you're keeping them. What? I think you think Daddy has no business using tools around the house. Oh, that's not a secret. He knows. That's why I encourage him to shop at Ace Bolt and Screw. They help your daddy get the tools and fasteners he needs, and they give him great advice about his projects. Then why are you always on him about getting stuff finished? Well, there's only so much the guys at Ace Bolt and Screw can do for your daddy. He sure is good at buying ice cream, though. And tools. Ace Bolt and Screw, Jackson and Gluckstadt. And you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. A casino in D'Iberville is requiring COVID-19 vaccines for employees. The Scarlet Pearl is giving all salaried workers until August 14th to obtain at least one shot of a vaccine. CEO Luann Pampas says they are mandating the vaccine and think it's the right thing to do to help keep people safe. And a murder suspect has been captured. Lee County Sheriff Jim Johnson says 54-year-old Bradley King of Nettleton was apprehended Wednesday near the Tom Bigby State Park. He was staying near the very front part of the entrance in a wooded area. We cannot find any information that he ever obtained access to the campground area where campers were or he made any entrance inside of any of the structures there. From the looks of Mr. King, he has remained in the wooded area. Once we got him in custody, he was transported to North Mississippi Medical Center by Amnesty. King is accused in the shooting death of 59-year-old Randy Benson. I'm Andy Davis. Prevention providers such as insurance agents and doctors are necessary, but they're not free. Another is 811. By calling 811 before you dig, pull a stump, or erect a mailbox, you could be preventing a call to 911. This service is free, and free is a beautiful thing. Hello, I'm Sam Johnson from Mississippi 811. Call 811 two days before you dig, and let's have zero damages, zero injuries. Cutwater Spirits presents the Twilight Concert Series at Renaissance this Friday with the Revivalists. with Dumpster Funk plus Epic Funk Brass Band. Get tickets now at twilightms.com. Twilightms.com. The Revivalists are coming this Friday. I wish I knew you when I was young. Produced by Ratchet Entertainment Group and Ardenland. 
bill introduced by Congressman Trent Kelly to rename the U.S. Post Office in Tupelo after Colonel Carlisle Smitty Harris has passed in Congress. Harris's fighter bomber was shot down in 1965. He was the sixth American to become a prisoner of war in North Vietnam. The bill now awaits the president's signature. And a company specializing in biopharmaceuticals is bringing its operation to North Mississippi. With a corporate investment of $2.5 million, AeroSafe Global will begin producing components used to protect critical cold chain medical and clinical shipments at a facility in Olive Branch. The company ships products around the globe, including those that are necessary for temperature-sensitive products, including the COVID-19 vaccine. For more Mississippi news, follow us on Facebook, on Twitter, or find us online at supertalk.fm. For Supertalk Mississippi News, I'm Andy Davis. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi, and I want to tell you about something new on the show. You know how much we love to grill and how much we love to talk about it. You're the exact same way, and so are our friends at Polk's Meat. So now, every Friday at 520, we'll have some fun with Food Fridays presented by Polk's Meat. We'll talk about our favorite way to grill their delicious Polk's Original, Polk's Cajun, and Polk's Garlic and Green Onion Sausages, as well as other barbecue favorites. It's Food Fridays at 520. No buts about it, folks. Picky people pick Polk's. Cutwater Spirits presents the Twilight Concert Series at Renaissance this Friday with the Revivalists. with Dumpster Funk plus Epic Funk Brass Band. Get tickets now at twilightms.com. Twilightms.com. The Revivalists are coming this Friday. Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. by Ratchet Entertainment Radio Group Happy and Heartland. Days from 2 to 3 p.m. Right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Welcome to the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. And now, here's Gerard Gibbert. Welcome back, everyone. The JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. Gerard Gibbert, Founder Square, the Neshoba County Fair. The sun is getting a little higher in the sky there. It's hot, it's humid, as we say, but it is the Neshoba County Fair. And joining us now on the set, our good friend, the Secretary of State of the great state of Mississippi, Michael Watson. That's uh, right. Uh, good just, morning there, little, Mr. Little, Secretary. A little humid is right. A <laughs> little humid. <laughs> but you being a coast guy, this is nothing new for you. Absolutely not, but I'd rather have my toes in the sand. I hear you. <laughs> I hear you. All right. So what would you talk about today? So you spoke earlier today. We did. We were at 1010 and, and really talked about, uh, Gerard, the success we had in 2020. And if you look at coming in as a statewide elected official, my first, first term there, not only do we have a contested presidential election, yeah. but you put COVID in the middle of that. You talk about a hurricane just five days before and I really talked about how we were able to, to be successful and, yeah. and it was because of our partnerships with our circuit clerks with our elections commissioners uh, the great team that we have uh, you know one of
one of our Neshoba County's finest, Carla Reed Thornhill. Carla's here with me today, our chief of staff. Uh, just, just a great leader of people and, and just good, good people up and down the line of yeah. the Secretary of State's office. But it was that, those teamwork efforts that, that really made the difference. And then we talked about the regulatory burden that you and I have talked about quite some time. Yep. Uh, the tackle the tape initiative, making sure that businesses are able to survive, uh, not only survive, but thrive in Mississippi. And uh, to continue that work, to plow the ground, to make sure there are more opportunities for our sons and our daughters to stay here in Mississippi. And uh, we're going we're gonna to keep doing that because I, I love this state. I love this country. And when we can do things in Mississippi that are actually leading the country, like Tackle the Tape, like our initiative to make sure that first responders are able to use our U.O. power provisions to vote when they're out of their home counties. Uh, things like that, that, that we're taking across the country to make sure that they understand Mississippi's leading the way, and we're going to continue doing that. Well, and we appreciate that effort. So the, the Tackle the Tape effort, you, you got that kicked off pretty quick after you uh, took office, right? I mean, you understood that is uh, just critical to efficient operations of government, but more importantly, making it easy for people to set up shop, do business, grow the economy here in the state of Mississippi. Absolutely. And we talked about that on the campaign trail about the Occupational Licensing Review Commission, which is a great deal. Uh, and it's overseeing 29 boards and commissions. By the way, we're about to launch a new effort with that. Right. Uh, it's called 29 by 29, where we're going to partner with uh, many of our conservative friends, uh, think tanks, to get them to review every single regulation under those 29 boards and commissions. So then we can go and make recommendations to the OORC of what things that we need to cut. So thankfully, the legislature had a look-back provision where now we can go back into the past, and every regulation is on the table that we can cut. Colby Williams uh, does a phenomenal job in our office, uh, just a, a brilliant young mind. Uh, he's here with us at the fair today, but Colby really has taken that effort on with the OLRC. Not only that, but tackled the tape. And so we saw OLRC coming into office, and we thought, you know, how can we expound on that, make it a bigger initiative? And, and that's where tackle the tape came from. And our goal there is to cut those regulations, again, making sure that businesses can thrive and, and, and do great things in Mississippi. But yep. the key is making sure that Mississippians are aware of that so they can then report to us those regulations and statutes that we can then go cut. Uh, so it takes all of us. Yeah. And uh, working together as a team, and, and that's really an effort that we're pushing forward. And, again, Colby's doing a fantastic job with that. What are you doing with respect to our friends over in the Capitol, a place you spent 12 years at, right? So what are you doing as far as those guys are concerned with the Tackle the Tape initiative and then other priorities for the Secretary of State's office? Yeah, so, look, uh, we, we've had some great partnerships over there, be it Senator Kaufman, the legislation he got through the last couple of years. Yeah. Uh, you know, Becky has done a wonderful job in, in getting through, I think it was this past year, the reciprocity language. Uh, Becky Curry from yep. Brookhaven. Yep. Uh, and, and having those relationships from my time in the legislature with those uh, men and women who, who do a great job and having those relationships, being able to support their efforts uh, on a statewide basis has really been successful. So we're seeing some really good successes with that. And uh, On the Tackle the Tape page, you, you can go and see some of the successes that we've had. And it talks about legislation, things that we're supporting that our legislators are doing a great job at. Yeah. Uh, and so I want to pat them on the back every chance we get. But that's a big deal. Uh, as you know, we've talked about elections uh, and election reform, making sure that the integrity of the process is upheld. Uh, we're coming back this coming year with, with two pieces, and one you and I have talked about yep. quite some time now <laughs> is uh, making sure that only United States hmm. citizens are voting in our elections, period. And people say, Michael, look, you know, that's a, that's a, that's a conservative idea. It, well, maybe it is. <laughs> it, it, I don't look at it as a Republican or Democrat. I look at it as an American issue. I thought it was a law. Issue, period. <laughs> it's you know, a law. the law. Uh, and so we're, we're going to work on that. And one of the things that we heard, and I want to be very clear on this, one of the things we heard is, hey, it's just not that big of an issue in Mississippi. 
But when you look at uh, 90 ICE detainees getting dropped off in Natchez, when you look at what's going on on our southern border, when you look at going to DPS to do the research to know that there have been uh, close to 100 attempts uh, of late where uh, legal immigrants are trying to register to vote, it is an issue. Yeah. And so I'm not going to, you know, the people of Mississippi aren't going to buy that, hey, this isn't that big of an issue. It is. Yeah. And so I'm going to, you know, go full force to the legislature and hope we can get that done this coming yeah. year. Yeah. And so, we, of course, we, we can't. Uh, get you out of here without talking about the federal government trying to essentially take over the elections process uh, in the United States. But before I get to that, i got to ask you this. Uh, have you received any pressure from the Biden administration with respect to our voting laws, our voting restrictions? They certainly don't stand the test of the left. Uh, you know, you see what's happening in Texas, what's happening in Georgia. Ours are, are maybe a little restrictive in some areas than theirs, just a little bit. But in, but in general, I don't think they're happy unless it's everybody gets to vote and it's universal mail-in balloting and ballot harvesting. It's the only way they're happy. You, you know that's where they want to go. And One of their, their favorite talking uh people in, in the state, Bobby Harrison, yeah. uh, wrote an article this past weekend and basically said, look, uh, it's so hard to vote in Mississippi. But Bobby did not include that we had 113,000 new registered voters in 2020, that we had record number turnout. He didn't include the facts. He just wanted to drive this narrative. But no, we've not had the pressure from the federal government uh, to, to do anything with our legislation, with our with our voting scheme here in Mississippi. Uh, and we're looking at ways, again, you know, our goal, and you've heard this quite some time now, is to make it easier to vote, harder to cheat. Uh, but ultimately, our focus Focus is on the integrity of the process. Right. Period. Right. Uh, so we can have discussions if you want to about whatever you want to have them about. But again, at the end of the day, if it doesn't hold, uphold the integrity of the process, we're not going to do it. Period. It's just these, these nuances are certainly the subject for debate, for civil debate and discussion. Let's let's sort that out, work it out. But just saying, no, we absolutely got to have a universal mail ballots and ballot harvesting. Uh, that's just and no IDs, et cetera, uh, and vote 24 hours a day, like almost any time of year, right? A anything less than that is restricted. That's just a non-starter. Well, and that's the left's playbook. Uh, they take it to extremes. They don't want to have a debate on the issues. They don't want to have an intelligent debate on what what really is the problem here. Is there a problem? Number right. one, let's right. address the problem. Is there a problem? If, if we right. have one. Right. Number two, let's have an intelligent debate as adults. What's good? If I don't think something's good, you shouldn't say, well, you know what, he, he just hates people and don't want them to vote. That's not true. <laughs> no. So let's have an intelligent adult conversation, and I'm fine with that. Yeah. I, I know what I believe in, so I can have a conversation with anybody in the country. Well, it, it almost suggests, well, we don't think we can win legitimately. I mean, that's, that, it, that may not be what they say directly, but sort of they're masking, I think, that view. we we got to have this or we can't win. We can't prevail. Every single time. They do not want to talk about the facts. What is there a problem? They don't want to address the, the, the really an adult conversation. Right. They just want to say, oh, well, you're racist. You don't like people. You don't want them to vote. You hate dogs and kids. That's the default. <laughs> yeah. Man, it's incredible. All right, so any any legislative priorities coming up for you in the next session that you're working with the legislature on? Yeah, again, we'll be focusing on the integrity of, of the voting process, uh, the two pieces of the legislation we pushed last year. Yeah. There are a few other things that we're looking at right now. Scrap metal is one of them. Uh, do we need to make some changes with that? We met some industry leaders uh, talking with them, and I think that's the important piece for Mississippi to know. You don't just walk out there and throw, hey, this is a great idea. You sit down with the folks that you're going to impact, 
and say, hey, is there an issue? Is this something that we should move forward with? And if they say absolutely not, you know, maybe we should pull back some. Yeah. So it's 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 about listening to Mississippians. It's about working together as a team. Uh, we've got a great state. We've yeah. got a beautiful future going forward. And, again, it's it's about making sure that everyone is included yeah. for all Mississippians. And, and that's what we're trying to do. Totally agree. I know you've built a great organization. you got lots of your team members here present. With the uh, familiar MW shirts, off, off the clock, by off the, the clock. <laughs> uh, how how are you doing with respect to your staff? Are, are you able to fill all the positions, keep uh, everything rolling that you need? You know, one of the hard things that we have is is competing with. Just this past week, matter of fact, I almost lost one of my all stars uh, to, to DPS. Uh, DPS is not subject to the same salary cap that we are, so I'm competing with state agencies to keep talent, which is just ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, so we're talking. Matter of fact, I talked to Briggs Hobson yesterday yeah. here at the fair. Yeah. He said, "Look, man, this is." Something Something that, that we can't compete with. We're capped at my salary, ninety thousand dollars a year. Yeah. I can't pay anybody else any more than that. So yeah. when you've got an attorney that's a rock star, you know that could go make one hundred thirty thousand. Can't get else, them for that. Why would they come to the secretary of state's office? Yeah. That being said, we have got some dedicated public servants who care more about, hey, what can I do to make this state better than they do about cashing in and, and getting a huge paycheck. Yeah. And so we've got a wonderful team, and we've built a great family atmosphere. Uh, for them to know that I care about them. This isn't just a job to me. This is our team. Let's build those relationships. Uh, I want them to know that they matter, and it, every day you see it in our uh, in our work. Your agency arguably interacts with the private sector more than any other. And, and so, to a great extent, it just makes sense for you to operate in that regard, which is really consistent with uh, good, solid practices in the private sector. Yeah, you know, one of the best things, Gerard, we talk to thousands of folks every day, and I tell every one of our folks on the front lines, listen to me. Yeah. Every conversation you have, you never know the impact you're going to have with someone. Exactly right. You make sure that they have a great experience with government because we work for them. Makes total period. sense. Appreciate you coming on there, Mr. Secretary. We'll uh, talk to you soon. Always a pleasure. Let's go tee it up. Let's do it. Good to see you. We'll be right back. We've got Speaker of the House, Philip Gunn, and then Governor Tate Reeves. Stay with us. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land. And just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. Hello, my name is John Merrill, the owner of Amada Senior Care. We're your local trust advisor for senior home care. We provide experienced caregivers for your loved ones so they can remain in their home. Just like you would care for your loved ones, our employees provide assistance with their personal care needs. As your trusted senior advisor, I can help your family navigate the long-term care insurance process. Just call me, John Merrill with Amada Senior Care, for your free in-home consultation, 601 864-3752. All month long, we're celebrating the red, white, and blue with huge savings to you at Mazda of Jackson. That's right. Nothing is more American than shopping for a great deal. And we're offering some of our best ever on our new vehicles throughout the month of July. Get 0.9% financing for 63 months on new 2021 Mazda CX-9s. That's right. 0.9% financing. Or choose 0.9% financing for 60 months on new 2021 Mazda CX-5s. Plus, you get your first year of oil changes on us. Credit problems? Not at Mazda of Jackson. No one works harder to get you approved than our team of credit specialists. 100 
3% credit approval is our number one goal. Have a trade? Bring it in. And we'll give you top dollar for it, even if you don't buy a vehicle from us. And as always, buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile powertrain warranty from Mazda Jackson. So come celebrate the red, white, and blue and save big while doing so. Only at Mazda Jackson, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. Our all-new state-of-the-art facility is located at 5397 I-55 Frontage Road North in Jackson. Call 991-2222 today. MazdaJackson.com. But for credit, select Mazda. See dealer for details. Green Home Solutions is a proud VIP sponsor of The Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. Did you know you can find the latest sales information or breaking jewelry fashions from Albritton's on Facebook? Hi, I'm Cameron Albritton. We've come a long way since my great-granddad opened in 1920. How we live, travel, and even celebrate. But some things shouldn't change. Fine diamonds and jewelry from All Britons are still treasured for their quality and value. Be sure to like us on Facebook and come see us. All Britons, Mississippi's foremost diamond merchant. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Fresh Gulf Shrimp. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Fresh Gulf Oysters. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Your fresh seafood headquarters. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Highway 51 in Ridgeland, just past Lake Harbor Drive. 601-790-9407. Hey, it's Richard Cross. Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Ladies and gentlemen, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Now, 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 back to the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert and Rhino on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi. Nothing to rearrange Sometimes you just Get a feeling like you need Some kind of change everyone the JT show super top Mississippi Gerard in the heart of the Neshoba County Fair Founder Square Mississippi's giant outdoor house party and joining us now on the set our good friend the speaker of the house of the great state of Mississippi Mr. Philip Gunn good uh, morning there Mr. Speaker hey Gerard good morning great to be with you man I'm glad you got this tent got the tent a little bit Ooh. of fans going on and I, I know you were just on the stage delivering uh, yes. your remarks appreciate yes. you making your way over here well, thank I, I you for having me it's it's hectic there so uh, I caught a little bit uh, of your speech, sir, and I uh, thought it was on target, on point, and it, it really is about individualism and individual opportunity. I mean, this just ain't hard, is it? That's kind of how we got here and built this great country. Government ain't the solution. Why is that so hard to comprehend these Well, uh, you're exactly right, and that's what I tried to touch on in my speech. I basically took a, uh, an overview of us as the state of Mississippi versus the country. Where, where are we headed as a state versus where is this country headed and talked a little bit about our national leaders who want to try to push this country what I think is the wrong direction. I hit a lot on socialism which seems to be the topic of the day 
and why that's bad and, and how we in Mississippi have resisted that. And I hit on uh, just a few examples. Uh, obviously, they give you a 10-minute time limit, and it's, uh, you can't hit everything. Yeah. But I talked a little bit about uh, critical race theory and how that is not the direction we need to go as a state. I talked about the, the push towards expanding Medicare and how that is not the direction we need to go. Yeah. Talked about uh, my income tax plan, trying yeah. to... Uh, the, the plan that the House has passed, trying to uh, make people realize they are better off with money in their own pockets rather than giving it to the government. And uh, uh, those are just some of the items that I hit. Uh, I talked about our House uh, House Bill 1510, which is on appeal to the United States Supreme Court. A lot of people may or may not realize that, but in 2018, the House passed House Bill 1510, which limits abortions after the 15th week. And if, if upheld, it will be the strongest bill protecting the unborn in the country. Yeah. Uh, obviously, a lawsuit was filed, and it has worked its way up to the United States Supreme Court. So proud of the leaders in the House who worked hard to make that happen. So those are just some of the highlights of my speech. So I know you've been traveling around the state, and you've been uh, discussing your, your tax reform plan. And uh, it, I, I attended one of those uh, with the Madison County Business League Foundation. Right. So uh, I think since you, you first started uh, with the idea, Mr. Speaker, and, and got the legislation out there, uh, I think it's fair to say you, you've uh, perfected that speech. Uh, and, I, and, I, well, and I'm not being critical there, I think, but you get feedback when at first, and right. then you realize, well, maybe there's some other things. Because you get questions you hadn't thought about. And so it's very comprehensive now. I just want you to know that. And, and it's excellent. Uh, what kind of response are you getting? Well, everywhere I go and, and, and present the plan, there's overwhelmingly positive yeah. response. I think people don't understand sometimes the plan or they've been given misinformation about the plan. And as I have had the opportunity to stand in front of groups and say, let's walk through this, let's don't, let's don't have a knee-jerk reaction here, let me explain to you how it works, they all seem to understand it and embrace it. And, and on the, the rare occasion which I've had a, a question asked, a uh, concern that we don't know the answer, I've, I've been able to get those answers back to those individuals and alleviate those concerns. So uh, everywhere I go, when people give it a fair chance, they they really embrace it. Obviously, the biggest concern is is um, you know how do we replace the revenue? We have a plan for that, and the plan ends up, as you know, you and I've talked about yeah, yeah. it. Everybody ends up with more money in their pocket. Yeah. Worst case scenario people remain flat. They remain level. Yeah. Worst case scenario, they may not get the benefit of eliminating the income tax, but nobody's being thrown into poverty. So yeah. It's been overwhelming. We're well, good. I, I'm glad to hear I, that. I just think we got to get the message out. More people need to understand it. Yeah. I, and as a side note, I had an opportunity to meet with Grover Norquist. People may not know that name. Yeah. He's Americans for Tax Reform. He's a nationally renowned tax expert. I had him on the show about a month ago. I, I got a chance to meet with him last Monday. Awesome. In person. Awesome. For an hour. Okay. He loves the plan. He said, I'm here. I'm ready to go and do whatever you need to help. Yesterday morning, I had the opportunity to meet with Art Laffer and Steve Moore, who were economists that yep. were advisors to Trump and Reagan. Reagan. Yeah. And they both uh, wholeheartedly support getting rid of the income tax. Awesome. So it's it's more, and, and, and you and I have talked about the two economists at Ole Miss that wrote a plan. Yeah. Talked about the benefits of it. So. 
Um, I just want people to give it a fair chance. Well, it's it's fair to say, look, if there are uh, details, nuances that need need to be addressed uh, to to maybe close a hole here and there. I mean, that's fair, but we we got to get together to get something done. Though. Yes, sir. I mean, that's the main thing. Let's just don't say, well, we can't do that because of this, that. Yeah, well, we can find a way to address some of these issues as we sort of phase into this thing on, on a long-term basis, which is the essence of the plan. Yep. So, and, and so let's just, I'm hoping that, that you guys at the top there can work together and get Thank something you. done. I yeah. hope so. I'm yeah. optimistic that the, the, the senators have expressed desire to work with us. We're working together right now to try to find that path. I understand Senator Harkins uh, is going to be having some hearings or, or meetings. At the end team. of August, yeah. yeah we Actually, it's going to be a joint hearing between House and Senate, and uh, we're going to bring in some experts and hopefully gather more information that will push us across the finish line. Gotcha. Well, that sounds good. Well, I, again, I just want you guys to encourage you guys to work together, I think, as all citizens do. We want to see our go, especially that we got a re- Republican trifecta. We ought to be working together. Right. Well, and, and we do. I think I think some people uh, think everything ought to be smooth, and it's, uh, you know, you've been around the legislative process long enough to know it, it, it is a process. Yeah. People have different opinions. You've got to work through those things and talk through those things. The good news is we do that. We do talk, and we are talking, and we're going to try to good. work out and find that, that sweet spot that we can all live with. Good to hear. So what we want to know. All right, what are some of your other legislative priorities coming up? It's hard to believe 2022 gets kicked off in a few months. I know you guys are, are involved in the planning of that right now. What are some yeah. of your priorities? Yeah, well, uh, I mentioned in my speech today that, that critical race theory seems to be the topic of the day. Um, for everything I know about it, it it's simply an attempt to in, inject racism into our education system. It's simply an attempt to um, elevate one race to the exclusion of another or to demean one race uh, over another. And we in Mississippi have worked long and hard to get where we are. I'm not saying we've overcome every problem, but yeah. we've made significant progress. Agreed. We just don't need to go back there. I totally agree. And so the, the conversations that I've had with my members, uh, that is an issue that's very important to them, and we're going to be looking to address that. Good, because it, uh, you know, the, the left tends to want to sort of mask it. Oh, no, that's not really what that is. But when you dig underneath the covers and you see the content and the materials and, and what's being taught in schools and, and now even proliferating our private sector, even our military, I, I share examples of it continuously on the air, play tapes and so forth. Yeah. This is disturbing. This is not uniting our country. It's further dividing it. It's not changing hearts and minds to, to really address true racism but if you just default by saying every imbalance in the country can be explained with with some racial connotation you're not really you're not you don't have any credibility we're not moving in the right direction i don't care who it is that's pushing that you're not moving in the right we need to be bringing people together not finding ways to tear them apart totally agree and that just doesn't seem to move us in the right direction in my view and i feel like we have more racial harmony in this state uh, being uh, fairly evenly divided i think perhaps the, the highest percentage of African-American population of, of any other state. We're around 60-40. We seem to get along better than the other states where those numbers are reversed. <laughs> well, you're uh, right. Or, or much, you're much right. more skewed in the other direction, you're I should right. say. Not reversed, I don't think but. we do have the highest percentage of, of African-Americans in the country per capita. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we, we, we work hard to try to get along with our with our neighbor, black and white. Yeah. And uh, I think we've, we've 
while we're not perfect, we do set the example, I think, for other people. I think that's right. I totally do. I talk about it in my travels all the time, so I'm I'm proud of our state in that respect. Uh, All right, what's going on on the medical marijuana front? I know uh, Representative Yancey, Senator Blackwell have been uh, working together, collaborating. Uh, Look like they're trying to get something done there. What what do you hear and what do you expect? Yeah, we're we're in conversations about that. We recognize the people of the state voted 75% to... Um, have a program. We're trying to figure out what that program will look like, as you know, and I've been on your show before. Yeah. Uh, Initiative 65, I don't believe, was that program. Initiative 65 did a lot of unintended things that most people didn't know about. And I base that on the conversations I've had with people since then who yeah. said, hey, I didn't know Initiative 65 did X, Y, or Z. So we're trying to fix that and uh, come forward with a program that, that accomplishes what the people really wanted, which is a medical, true medical marijuana program. I've been in conversations, multiple conversations with the lieutenant governor about that. Uh, I know that, that Lee Yancey on my end of the building yeah. is kind of working on a, on a plan, and I think he's talking to Blackwell. I don't think we're at a point where we're in an agreement I yet. I got you. So, so no special out. session until we do, so I think uh, we got a couple yeah, seconds. Left. I have no uh, – as I sit here right now, there's no plan for a special session. Got it. That could change Speaker. tomorrow, but you never know. Appreciate you coming on, Mr. Speaker, as always. Good to see you. Absolutely. Good to be with you, and uh, try to stay cool. George. Yes, sir. Absolutely. When we come back, we've got the governor of the great state of Mississippi, Tate Reeves. Stay with us. For all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. Glass Networks, they're going to try and steer you to use their own glass shop. Well, you could tell your insurance you want to use Venable Glass, and there'll be no additional cost to them to get the highest quality glass. Venable Glass is locally owned and operated, and they do windshield replacement and rock repair right there in their shops, or they'll even come to you in the Tri-County area for free. That's right, free mobile service. At Venable Glass, they also do frameless and frame shower doors, mirrors cut to size, and installed. Picture frame glass, table and desktops, insulated glass, plexiglass, commercial storefronts and doors, and heavy equipment glass. Venable Glass, they'll come out and give you a free estimate. They want to work hard for your business. Venable Glass, open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and on Saturday, 8 to noon. Hey, there's two locations, too, in Ridgeland at 660 Highway 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive South in Crossgates. Check them out on the web at www.venableglass.com. Remember, for all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services, 601 605 44 43. The economy has put a lot of our plans for 2021 behind schedule. Back orders on building materials and appliances to finish the new home or remodel. And what about home security safes? You were planning to buy a Browning gun safe this year, but now shortages on all things gun related have you saying, how do I get one? Well, Security Joe of Discount Gun Safe says, I can get you a safe. He has teamed up with the Browning Safe Company to release an emergency shipment of specially priced safes, arriving just in time for the July rush. Browning has limited quantities available, but Discount Gun Safe has 12, 24, up to 65 gun capacity safes in stock and ready for in-home delivery. With prices starting at just $6.99, we can all afford to protect our firearms and family valuables again. Visit the showroom of Discount Gun Safe at 2636 Old Brandon Road in Pearl to see the largest selection of gun safes in Mississippi or call 601-939-8233. That's 601-939-8233. 
Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to save more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and 0% interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, 0% interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. I wish there was a place where we could sample wines before we buy. There is. Colony Bistro and Wine Bar just opened right next door to Colony Wine Market in Madison. They have 32 wines by the glass, wine glides, and the food is terrific. Yes, get your purse, sweetie. This is JT. If you're like me, you like to deal with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954, and they're headquartered in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks, 1-800-647-8540, or on the web, MajesticMetalsINC.com. I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. A casino in D'Iberville is requiring COVID-19 vaccines for employees. The Scarlet Pearl is giving all salaried workers until August 14th to obtain at least one shot of a vaccine. CEO Luann Pappas says they are mandating the vaccine and think it's the right thing to do to help keep people safe. And a murder suspect has been captured. Lee County Sheriff Jim Johnson says 54-year-old Bradley King of Nettleton was apprehended Wednesday near the Tom Bigby State Park. He was staying near the very front part of the entrance in a wooded area. We cannot find any information that he ever obtained access to the campground area where campers were or he made any entrance inside of any of the structures there. From the looks of Mr. King, he has remained in the wooded area. Once we got him in custody, he was transported to North Mississippi Medical Center by Amlitz. King is accused of the shooting death of 59-year-old Randy Benson. I'm Andy Davis. The Great American Cleanup has begun. It's the state's largest effort to prevent litter and beautify communities. Keep Mississippi Beautiful is working to expand our wildflower plantings across our state and to make Mississippi more beautiful. We encourage you to volunteer with us this year. And remember, cover and tarp your load and keep litter in its proper place. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.com. Is your business or home protected from power outages? Hurricanes cause widespread outages, with some lasting days and even weeks. Don't wait for a hurricane to hit. Prepare today with a standby residential or commercial generator from Taylor Power Systems. Give yourself an advantage over power outages with a Taylor Power standby generator. Give us a call today at 601-922-4444. Feeling down? Here's your prescription for a daily dose of good news and positive vibes. Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Every afternoon, Rebecca highlights all the good things happening right here in the state you call home. Daily exposure to good things with Rebecca Turner may cause smiling, feelings of positivity, happiness, and even laughter. When you experience these symptoms, tell your friends to listen. Okay. Weekdays starting at 2 p.m. here on Super Talk Mississippi and now on Amazon Alexa devices. Properly set all controls before recording. All systems go. Now, now, back to the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert and Rhino on Super Talk Mississippi.
Spada, Mississippi, in the heat of the night. Thanks for joining us. The JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi, live from the Neshoba County Fair. We're so honored to have uh, with us now the governor of the great state of Mississippi, Tate Reeves. Uh, good morning, Governor. Thanks so much for joining us. Good morning, Gerard. It's great to be here. It's great to be in Neshoba County. It's great to be on Super Talk. Yeah, well, we appreciate you joining us. It's getting a little hot and humid, but it's <laughs> July in Mississippi, and it's the Neshoba County Fair. We wouldn't have it any other way. Summertime <laughs> in the South. Summertime <laughs> in the South for sure. <laughs> All right, so you just uh, came off the stage uh, about an hour or so ago delivering your remarks as is customary here at the fair for our elected leaders to do what's uh, what's your central message uh, today governor well you know we, we talked about a, a number of things that are important and, and a lot of times the the press wants to talk about what's happened in the past we want to talk about what's going to happen in the future yeah and and you know um, in, in the past we, we've had uh, some challenges that came before us at state agencies. We've been doing the, the blocking and tackling of running state government during COVID. Uh, we've made a lot of progress as it relates to that. But as we look towards the future, we talked a lot today about uh, investing in our people um, because at the end of the day, um, that's what ultimately drives our economy and ultimately what drives uh, capital investment in our state. During 2020, Gerard, um, we saw $1.9 billion in capital investment in our state. And that compares to the 10 years prior average of a little less than $900 million. So we did 2x in 2020 during COVID than what we'd seen in the previous 10 years. And I'm proud of that fact, but I also have, have done the analysis and looked at why we were successful at that, and it's because of our workforce. Yeah. It's because we're seeing improvements in educational attainment levels. It's because we're seeing investments in our workforce development, workforce training centers, and job creators notice that. And they want to create good and higher and better paying jobs for our people because they know our people will deliver. And, and that's what really I, I was focused on. It's top of the list with every employer, uh, let's face it. It's, it's, their, it's their, not, their number one issue when they when they seek to locate, launch a, a new shop or, or expand into the state. It's, it's the top thing. What, what's the labor force look like? In, in the old days, um, and I've been doing this long enough, to, I can remember that uh, there was a time when all companies want to know is what's the incentives, what's yeah, the incentives, what's the incentives. Right. Now, they care about that now, but not nearly as much as they talk about the labor force and with this new administration in Washington, with the Biden administration, who wants to pay people to not work, uh, it's become even more prevalent and even more important. And that's the one good thing, uh, one one of the good things that we have in Mississippi going for us is we have a group of people that are willing to work. Yep. They, they take pride in having a job and providing for themselves and their families. And that's not necessarily true everywhere in the country. And so that gives us a competitive advantage. And, and it's my responsibility and our responsibility to take advantage of, of those competitive advantages that we have. We've got to identify them and then take advantage of them. So you were among the first governors in the country, uh, Governor, to essentially eliminate or terminate the extended, the enhanced unemployment benefits, $300 a week, coming from the federal government. June 12th, I think, was the last date, as I recall. Uh, have you seen an impact of that? Are you talking to employers? What do they say? Well, there's no doubt that there's been an impact from that. Um, it, it, there's been a major impact, not as not not 100%, but certainly a, a major impact. 
and and it did it did go into full effect June 12th. I announced it in early May, and the reason I made that announcement in early May is because throughout the month of April, after the legislative session was over, I traveled all throughout Mississippi. I went to small towns and I went to the larger cities throughout Mississippi. Yeah. And the one thing that was constant was the help wanted sign everywhere, everywhere in every small manufacturer, in every mom and pop restaurant. In every large manufacturer, the one consistent thing is we can't get our people back to work because the federal government's paying uh, a fairly significant wage to not work. Competing with the government. We're competing with the federal government. And the president brags about it. See, we're making those folks pay more money. <laughs> and look, he does. The president brags about it. And the unfortunate thing, Gerard, is he either is not competent enough or he just ignores the next step. And the next step is when you go to the grocery store, because the government is competing with the private sector for labor, when you go to the grocery store, you pay more for a gallon of milk. You pay more for a loaf of bread. Go buy gasoline and tell me how many more... Uh, uh, dollars a gallon you're paying at the fuel pumps today because inflation is real and the people who are getting the shaft because of inflation because of the policies of the Biden administration are the people in Mississippi who get up and put their boots on and go to work every day totally and that's agree. just wrong. Totally agree. Well, I, I uh, for one, as a Mississippian, appreciate you terminating those benefits. I, I, honestly, I thought it was ill-advised to even pass uh, the rescue plan when it was passed. I didn't think that made sense at that time. Uh, and but and I think we're seeing the consequences of that manifesting itself in higher inflation and labor shortages and the like. All right, so we got uh, what appears to be a resurgence of, of COVID in the state. We've got the federal government, the heavy hand, coming down again. The CDC constantly uh, waffling on their guidance, waffles again and says, even if you're vaccinated in certain areas inside, wear a mask. What are you expecting from the governor's office at this point? Well, the, the CDC has made many mistakes throughout this pandemic. It seems in the last six months they've become very, very political, and certainly their decision that they made in the last uh, couple of days reeks of politics, and it has nothing to do with rational science. Um, if you are trying to um, increase the number of individuals uh, who get vaccinated in our state, the worst thing you can possibly do is tell them, well, whether you get vaccinated or not, you're still going to have to do all, totally all the same things. It, it, it creates perverse incentives, and it makes no sense whatsoever. It was wrong, and quite frankly, it was foolish, and it's hurting more than it's helping in the pandemic. Yeah. The one thing that the CDC director has said in the last month that I agree with is she said this is largely becoming a pandemic of the unvaccinated. That is true. Ninety-five percent of those individuals that are in the hospital in Mississippi today uh, were not vaccinated. And so uh, we certainly encourage individuals to make the best choice for them. Um, but we, we, we do believe that the vaccine is effective, it is safe, um, and it is helping save lives. The vaccine was uh, adopted during the Trump administration. It was Operation Warp Speed. I was in the room uh, many times having that conversation with the president yeah. and his team. Um, I believe it's safe. I believe it's effective. But more than my, much stronger than my views on the vaccine, I also believe in personal responsibility and ensuring that you have the right to make the best decision for you and your family because you know things about you and your family that I don't know. Totally agree. And so the heavy hand of government is wrong. I don't anticipate the state of Mississippi um, from from my office making any uh, any more major changes in mass policy. No mass mandates. No, mass mandates. no uh, capacity restrictions. And I think in looking back, we didn't know it at the time, but in looking back, 
that probably was was just uh, maybe a premature policy. We didn't know at the time, but we were we were getting guidance from the the medical community, which has since changed, by the way, on that. And that, so you're trying to govern and ma- and make uh, I guess policy with respect to that. That's the input you have. In April and May of 2020, we didn't know what we didn't know. Right, that's right. That's just a fact. Yep. We did not know what we did not know. But in July of 2021, what we do know is that um, in the 2010 census, Mississippi had the 32nd highest population in the United States. Mississippi had at least the third or fourth least restrictions in America. Yeah. Uh, 46, 47 other states had more restrictions than we did, and yet we have the 33rd most cases in America. Um, the per capita in the per capita cases, uh, we're actually under punching our weight, if you will, uh, and that's w- including the surge uh, that's occurred uh, recently. So again, I don't anticipate any major okay. uh, uh, changes. Good. Well, and what about the National Guard? We got to give them kudos, don't we, Governor? Unbelievable job those guys did. <laughs> I see you've got the shirt on, folks, with the patch, the National Guard. That is awesome. I could not be more proud of the men and women of the Mississippi National Guard. And, and to be fair, MEMA and the Mississippi Department of Health, those employees work. The reality is we had to figure out a way to put shots in arms, and those men and women of the National Guard, with no prior notice, really, put 800,000 shots in arms in a matter of months, and I couldn't be more proud of them. I've traveled the state thanking them personally, and golly, what a, what a great group they are. They are awesome. That, they proved yet again why they're, they're citizen soldiers, and not only can they defend us overseas from our foreign enemies, they can defend us uh, here on the homeland in the state of Mississippi against our... Uh, Major General Boyles, what a fantastic job. Uh, he won't take any credit, of course, but he's at the top of that, and he's just got a fantastic team, but blessed indeed. Uh, we got just a minute or so. Anything on the priority list for you coming up in the next 22 session? Just a minute or so. Well, left. we're certainly going to push for another teacher pay raise. Okay. Uh, today I proposed $3,300, $1,300 across the board, immediately 1000 a year in the next two years. The reason we can do that, Gerard, is because we're in the best financial shape Mississippi's ever been in. We're in the best fiscal shape Mississippi's ever yep. been in. We collected a billion dollars more in revenue I know. than was anticipated. The other thing we need to do is we need to eliminate the individual income tax. So with that billion dollars and the revenue that's coming in, we need to give more money to our teachers and we need to give more money to our taxpayers. I like it. And and that's what I'm for. I like it. And we got $1.8 billion coming down. Uh, I'm just going to plant a little seed here with you, Governor. I'd like to see you think about maybe a rebate to the taxpayers as part of that money to the extent that could be done based on, uh, say, the prior three years of taxes they paid. Just a thought to get some money to the taxpayers. People well, pay the taxes. They funded that. I, I support a pay raise for the teachers and a pay raise for the taxpayers. All right. I like it. <laughs> I like it. Governor Tate Reeves has been our guest here on the JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. We'll take a break. We'll come back with more talk from the Neshoba County Fair. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 20% chance of showers, sunny skies, high near 96. Tonight, a 20% chance of showers as well, mostly clear, low around 77. Your finally Friday, a slight chance of rain, sunny and hot, high near 98. And for your Saturday, slight chances of rain with sunny and hot conditions, high near 98. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha Outboard dealer in Brandon family. They are definitely family in that clinic. 
Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is just that, a family. It was just, and every time I go in, it's just like, they're so nice and they just, they're just so compassionate. It seems silly to say that it was a pleasure, but it really was. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, 772 Lake Harbor Drive in Richland, 601-607-7876. This is Dennis Stevenson, Director of the Motor Carrier Safety Division of the Mississippi Department of Public Safety. The Highway Patrol, in conjunction with the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration, is conducting big rig road checks for safety each month throughout the state for motor vehicles. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our roads and highways safe. Since the program began, we have issued over 15,000 citations to ensure that everyone is safe on the road. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our Mississippi roadways safe. Hi, this is Mark Shapley of M.M. Shapley Steakhouse. This past year, we were fortunate to see many new faces and reacquaint with old friends, and I believe I know why. Being from the Mississippi Delta, we learned how to entertain while creating a comfortable home environment, and that's M.M. Shapley's specialty. M.M. Shapley's is your place for award-winning steaks and homemade tamales. M.M. Shapley's, real, authentic, welcoming, fine dining. For reservations, visit mmshapleys.com or call 601-957-8000. This is the Midday Agri-Market Report. After months of negotiations, the Senate late Wednesday voted to move ahead with a debate on infrastructure plan that will pump $550 billion more into fiscal infrastructure nationally, such as roads, bridges, water projects, and mass transit. Highlighting the economic potential, the White House stated the $550 billion in new investments from the infrastructure bill would add, on average, about 2 million jobs per year over the next decade. The infrastructure plans a key part of Biden's agenda. In a statement, he stressed the infrastructure projects will become the most significant long-term investment in our infrastructure and competitiveness in nearly a century. With 17 Republicans joining all 50 Democrats, Biden also credited his own support for bipartisanship to advance a major infrastructure deal that has eluded Congress in the past. He noted neither side got everything they wanted in this deal. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Super Talk Mississippi Agri-News Network. What does the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation do? We are a voluntary, non-governmental, non-partisan organization seeking solutions to the social economic issues impacting Mississippi farm families. Our mission is to elevate agriculture at the local, state, and national levels. When Mississippi farmers thrive, we all thrive. You can bet the farm on it. To learn more about the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, visit us online at msfb.org. Protect your post-harvest grains and your bottom line from profit-robbing insects. For pennies per bushel, a tank mix of Diacon IGR Plus and PBO8 Synergist gives you the long-term control of an insect growth regulator and the knockdown power of a broad-spectrum insecticide with enhanced efficiency. Help protect your grain with Diacon IGR Plus and PBO8 Synergist from Central Life Sciences. For more information, contact your local dealer or visit Bug Free Grains. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Come on. Come on. You're hearing The JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. All right, we are back on Super Talk Mississippi. Now, here's more.
Welcome back, everyone, to JT Show Super Talk Mississippi. Gerard is live from the Neshoba County Fair, Founder Square. Really appreciate uh, all our guests today. And and to Alex, Alex, good job lining up uh, all of the great Mississippi uh, elected leaders. Really appreciate that. Also, don't forget, uh, coming up uh, after the program, In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, you'll hear an interview with Herky Williams, former Capitol Records head or A&R and ASCAP executive. In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar is presented by visitmississippi.org. You can hear the show each Thursday and Friday, 1 to 2 p.m. on most Super Talk Mississippi stations, supertalk.fn, and available everywhere you listen to podcasts. Uh, also, don't forget, coming up at 2 o'clock after Steve's show, it's Neshoba County Fair Football Roundtable Thursday. Mississippi's giant house party has returned, and there's a little something new for football fans. Ole Miss head coach Lane Kiffin, Mississippi State coach Mike Leach, and Southern Miss coach Will Hall will, will participate in a football at the fair roundtable from 2 to 3 p.m. Thursday, that's today, at the Neshoba County Fair, and it'll be broadcast live live right here at Super Talk Mississippi. Thanks so much to everyone for joining us. So we just asked the governor if he expected that he would reinstate uh, mask mandates and he, he he very clearly said that he would not and I think that's uh, good to hear. On the other hand, the White House has uh, fully bought into the CDC guidance and they have reinstated mask mandates at the uh, at the white house and they have instructed capitol police they have been ordered to start arresting visitors and staff who refuse to wear a mask on the house side of the capitol complex starting thursday according to a police memo issued by the uh, new uscp the capitol police chief thomas manger is his name this was obtained by a member of congress so we got a little fight going on, it seems like, over this mask situation up there in, uh, in Washington. And it just seems like, it's certainly on the House side, this is an overstep of Speaker Pelosi's authority. And there are some Republican members of the House, Marjorie Taylor Greene, I think uh, Matthew Gates, for example, who were, have already been fined 500 bucks. They're fully vaccinated, by the way. And, and they're planning to sue the Speaker of the House. Uh, on this uh, uh, on this front, so we'll see where that lands. But it, it just feels like there's conflict brewing in the air with respect to this. In the meantime, the CDC director Rochelle Walensky she suggested yesterday that vaccine passport style systems might be implemented in these United States amid the COVID-19 pandemic. Except, of course, for the illegals that are crossing the border. They're just welcome right in. We put the red carpet out for them. But you can't travel to Europe and back and forth without these passports. The director said that in some fully vaccinated venues, it is possible for a fully vaccinated individual to transmit and pick it up, uh, COVID, in those settings. This is, of course, counter to prior guidance issued by the CDC director in her office. So this, again, this flip-flopping that the left says, no, this isn't flip-flopping. This is just uh, updated information. Well, if they would have just told us when they issued the original guidelines, hey, this, this may not be permanent. We may see the need to update the guidance based on updated science and, and just, uh, uh, just the updated environment overall. Uh, okay, that's fair enough, but they didn't. 
They, they, they never really qualified it in that respect, and I think that's why so many people are, are not happy and been out of shape about this. little business news. Yesterday, the Fed, Jerome Powell, the chairman of the Fed, he says that ultra-low interest rates that we're currently enjoying in this country uh, are, are here to stay for a while, but did hint that the Fed may start tapering. Tapering really refers to the uh, the slowdown and the reduction of bonds purchased by the Fed, and that's what pumps all kind of money in the economy and also keeps bond rates down as well as mortgages down. So it'll, we're a couple of years away, it appears, uh, before that happens, but his statements were really... Uh, a result of what he's now describing as yeah, this inflation thing, it, it may not may not be as transitory as we thought. And uh, in in doing so, of course, the tool, the primary tool the Fed uses is to increase uh, interest rates by reducing the, its bond buying program, and, and that is intended to temper inflation. But as the governor said, we're all feeling the pinch. You can't go to the gas pump. You can't go to the store. You can't go out to eat without seeing an increase in prices you can't really address and solve that problem certainly at the federal level without at least acknowledging it as a problem and this is a is no different than the chaos that we're seeing at the border and the crime we're seeing across America's cities if you don't admit and acknowledge that this is a problem you simply can't solve it it's got to start with that but that's not happening uh, also yesterday president biden uh, we get this when we come back after the break, but President Biden had a bit of a slip when he was talking about his tenure as the vice president. It's a very short clip. I'm going to have Rhino play it uh, when we come back. Stay with us. It's the JT Show direct from the Neshoba County Fair. Home for Ole Miss Sports. WFMN Flora Jackson. Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. 601 345 8090. News. I'm Chris Foster. President Biden's expected to announce today a choice for federal employees. Get vaccinated or face regular testing, travel restrictions, and strict COVID-19 protocols. A source close to discussion says the president is hoping the policy announcement will set an example for private businesses. Federal workers are already wearing masks indoors again as the Delta variant spreads. Fox's Rachel Sutherland. Former President Trump says a bipartisan infrastructure spending plan in the Senate is a bad deal, and that the 17 Republicans voting to advance it are ruining America. Top Senate Democrat Chuck Schumer says the money's needed. The agreement will ultimately dedicate over a trillion dollars to strengthening virtually every major category of our country's physical infrastructure. The final text of the bill still needs to be negotiated and written. And the Boston Globe reports former Catholic Cardinal Theodore McCarrick now faces criminal charges for sexual abuse of a minor. America's listening to Fox News. As locals, ADS Security is committed to keeping the community safe. We're the same great company, same local office, with the same local service you've counted on for years. Visit us in Gluckstadt. ADS Security, 601-898-3105. Call today. 
Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. I wish there was a place where we could sample wines before we buy. There is. Colony Bistro and Wine Bar just opened right next door to Colony Wine Market in Madison. They have 32 wines by the glass, wine flights, and the food is terrific. Yes, get your purse, sweetie. Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. An airman at Kiesler Air Force Base in Biloxi is dead and three others injured in an on-base incident. According to Fox News, an airman died Wednesday during a vehicle accident on base that injured three pedestrians. The unidentified service member was assigned to the 81st training wing. And the number of active outbreaks in Mississippi's long-term care facilities has rapidly increased in recent weeks. State epidemiologist Dr. Paul Byers shares what is behind the alarming trend. The primary driver of those nursing home outbreaks are infections in unvaccinated staff and employees. And regrettably, in some cases, these infections are spilling over into the residents. Dr. Byers explained that under 50% of long-term care employees are fully vaccinated. For more Mississippi news, follow us on Facebook, on Twitter, or find us online at supertalk.fm. I'm Andy Davis. Hey, y'all. Let's take some pride and get it together for Mississippi. Many of our highways and roads are just covered in litter. Put trash in its proper place. And if you drive a truck, remember, trash blows. Be sure to secure your load. Please do your part to keep Mississippi beautiful. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.org. That's keepmsbeautiful.org. Remember, always protect the road. Secure your load. Why is agriculture so important to the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation? Well, one out of every four jobs in our state depends on agriculture, and it's a $7.35 billion industry for our state. That's a billion with a B. When Mississippi farmers thrive, we all thrive. You can bet the farm on it. To learn more about the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, visit us online at msfb.org. In addition to seeking funds for an annual trooper school, Public Safety Commissioner Sean Tindall expressed that raising pay for Mississippi's law enforcement officers is a high priority. The Department of Public Safety will have a legislative agenda. Really, the only thing on my agenda this year is getting a pay raise for our troopers, NBN agents, and the rest of the law enforcement we have. Right now, they're just under 40000 and we're going to push to get that starting salary up to 50000 Tindall said this would help with the retention of officers across the state. And rising temperatures across Mississippi are leading to buckles on the highways, which could be a costly fix, according to Central District Transportation Commissioner Willie Simmons. We're seeing buckles in our highways now because of the heat. The weather, we can't complain about our Heavenly Father's work, but with the climate being what it's been like over the past few years with rain and now the heat, we're going to see other kind of problems. It's going to be very costly. Simmons called for a raise in the state's gas tax to increase funding for the Mississippi Department of Transportation. I'm Andy Davis. This is Jake Mangum. Some call me the mayor. No player wins any game by themselves. It takes a team. So if you want excellent customer service and competitive insurance rates, you need to go with the home team. Mississippi Farm Bureau. 
just like I did. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Join us every day for the college football fix driven by Ford. Ford builds the SUVs and trucks of the future for everyone. Like Explorer and Expedition, these SUVs are built to command the road. And the 2021 Ford F-150, smart, tough, and built to get the job done. Because the vehicles of the future aren't built for a few, they are built for America. Drive one at your local Mississippi Ford dealer today and don't miss the college football fix driven by Ford. To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way, Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. Welcome to Real Talk for Real Mississippians. Informed, engaging, and always brutally honest. Welcome to the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. And now, here's Gerard Gibbert. We are back, everyone. The JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi, Gerard at the Neshoba County Fair. My good friend Rhino holding down the fort back in the studio. Joining us now, the chairman of the Mississippi GOP, Frank Bordeaux. Good afternoon, Frank. Thanks so much for coming on. Thank you for having me, Gerard. Been a great day. We, we saw all of uh, the who's who in Mississippi politics uh, deliver some energized speeches, I thought, and uh, got their message out. Uh, many of them came on the program and recapped that for us, but this is just a unique Mississippi event. It's always a lot of fun. It is. It's one of the unique things that we have in our state, and I was excited to be here. This is my, I've been here every year since 2012, except for last year due to COVID, but uh, one thing that I'd like to say is it's great to see a bunch of great Republicans on yeah. the stage today. I didn't see many Democrats. That's right. That's precisely right. And, uh, of course, this is uh, municipal election year. But next year we've got the midterms coming up uh, in Mississippi. Uh, of course, all of the members of our uh, House of Representatives in Washington are, are um, vying for their seats. I believe everybody plans to run for re-election at this point. I don't, I don't know if, if everybody's officially filed. But but anyhow, we got to go to the polls again and, and elect Republicans and put them back in Washington. Uh, that is critical, and a lot of folks may not realize just how uh, close is and the the balance of power, and just how small is the margin that Democrats currently hold. Uh, about nine or ten, I think. Ten. It's, yeah, yes, ten. All right, um, up in Washington. So it's critical we get at least keep it, everybody's Republican, keep their seats, keep those districts Republican, and get five more is what we got to do. That's at right. least five more. At least. Well, and I think here in Mississippi, you know, we, we do have uh, all of our House members on the Republican side have indicated they want they are going to seek re-election. Uh, we do have two Democrats, one that's going to run against uh, Congressman Kelly yep. and then one that's going to run against uh, Congressman Guest. Already so announced, right? Already announced. Yeah. And so we are working hard uh, with those folks, uh, with the folks on our side, to uh, make sure that we are able to keep uh, Mississippi uh, conservative and red, and, and I know Mississippi will show up to vote. The key is nationally, yeah. and I believe the more the Biden administration rolls out, the more our nation is moving further and further uh, to our side of, uh, of things. The, I think the independent voters are scared of what you're seeing uh, out coming out of D.C. and the transfer of power, um, and so 
they want to keep it with the people, and I think that we're going to prevail uh, come re-election. you got to believe that the overreach is starting to get even uh, staunch Democrat supporters starting to scratch their head a little bit. you got you got overreach. you got the border. you got crime. Uh, going on right now. You've got just massive spending programs in the works. Certainly they're seeing that this is truly a problem. It just feels like they're in a state of denial about this. I think they are, but it is interesting that what's going on in Cuba is going on today. With everything that's going on in the United States, it seems like the Democrat Party is trying to push us towards the socialistic model, and you're seeing Cubans revolt against it. I've been to Cuba three different times on three different occasions. I've seen what socialism does to an amazing society. That's a great group of folks down there that want freedom, and the the idea that we're trying to go the opposite direction. It's crazy. It's unfortunate. Yeah, and so uh, it's it's like I've I've said before in social media that uh, over in Cuba they're they're calling for American freedom, and over here in America we're calling for Cuban socialism. I mean, it's just crazy. Crazy. Uh, But... And and the Democrats seem to be a little tone deaf. I, certainly in that in on that matter on that issue because we got so many prominent Democrats saying no 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 it's the embargoes that's causing this and the Cuban people that are protesting saying no it's not we want freedom we're we're under the the uh, the wrath of a brutal dictatorial regime we don't have any freedom over here that's what we want that's right and I think Senator Rubio hit the nail on the head the Democrats that are saying that don't understand what the embargo is they don't understand that we are sending medical aid right. we are sending and it's not getting to the people and so it's not america that, that's to blame for this it's the 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 radical position socialism is to blame for this and so uh as long as we can push back in america and i think you're going to see that in 2022 i hope so i certainly do it's it's uh, critical at this point so the, you, you may have seen i ask you about this if you hadn't just share it with you that um Former Texas Representative uh, Ronnie Jackson, uh, used to be Trump's doctor, physician, said he's not sure that the president can make it uh, through his entire term. He's, he's calling for cognitive tests and so forth. This is a physician, and he, he's not one that engages in, in hyperbole. I mean, I think he's been serious, and he's analyzing, he's observing what he's seeing. It's it's disturbing, but they again seem to be in denial about that as well. Well, they're in denial about it, but whenever the shoe was on the other foot, and they were calling for the same test for President Trump at the time, and President Trump did quite well. <laughs> Knocked it out of the park, hundred, I think. So <laughs> he said it was the best test the doctors had ever seen. So. <laughs> well, I mean, so we can't. The, uh, the issue is we can't really make progress. We can't solve problems. We can't come together, which I don't think they have any. Uh, any inclination or any desire to come together unless we can at least face the facts and and uh, frame them appropriately and fairly and accurately and there just doesn't seem to be any desire to do that i think that's what bothers me more than anything you, you can't say anything about the border no pay no attention to that there's nothing going on down there you can't say anything about inflation well it's just transitory and and then the president the other day says well the way to fix that inflation is to pass my 3.5 trillion dollar right. spending bill prior to it being written, by the way. Exactly. Uh, but it seems like we ought to have our guns loaded with lots of messaging to say, that just doesn't work. Think about what it was before they took over. One of the issues is is getting our messaging out. If the media will not uh, provide us an equal platform to get the messaging out, 
Uh, we used to rely on social media. Now it seems that social media is going to silence us when we try to get our message out. And it's, it's just really unfortunate. And so we're going to have to do paid media in order to get our message out. And, and that costs a lot of money. Yeah, so it does. It does. We don't get the free media. Well, I understand. But so, somehow I just feel like, Frank, that we got to get back to selling freedom and, and free markets and constitutional principles and individual responsibility. We've just departed so far from that. And, and the pitch we get out of the left is, no, government is going to take care of you. It's free health care. It's free K, uh, pre-K care. It's, it's free community college. It's uh, the child tax credits. Uh, I mean, the list is endless. Uh, and why are people buying into that? Why, why is it the message of, no, we just want to get out of your way and let you go seize opportunities the market provides and affords you and let you do your best? I think the What's Biden administration is moving so fast in, in, in their policies. I think you're going to see the pushback in 2022 when, when regular folks, not just Republican conservatives, when regular folks go out to the ballot box and push back on their policies, they've moved very, very quickly and, and deteriorate in our country. And I think it's very easy for us uh, on our side just to remind people that our country is a great country. Yeah, We're not a bad country. Yeah. And we have many, many examples of that. Uh, and so we just... We got to work hard and get our message out, and I think our message is very easy. It, it is, and it's it's disturbing. The governor and I were just chatting about that uh, during his interview, but this this proliferation of racial division and, and trying to uh, uh, frame every problem uh, as one rooted in racism is not only disingenuous; it, it's just simply just it's lying. It's false. <laughs> Call it what it is. But it's disturbing that that's happening in our schools how can we expect to produce a productive patriotic uh, country loving uh, adults in the future if we keep telling them how bad we are That's it right. makes no sense and i think the governor laid it out very well in his speech that in mississippi we've we've seen the negative side of racism and we're not going to allow that to happen in our schools in mississippi i think that our school superintendents by large feel the same way yeah. And so I, I think in Mississippi we're going to push back on that narrative that, uh, you know, when you're born, you're born a racist because of the color of your skin. Crazy. We've seen how that works out in Mississippi. And, yeah. and so we're going to push back on that narrative. Uh, I think our legislature is going to take some action this year. And uh, like I said, I think that our educators in Mississippi are also not on board with that. Yeah, good. Problem. I hope so. He, yeah, he made it very clear. That was a, a top legislative priority because he's seeing the destruction that's occurring in other parts of the country. He's ripping communities apart, and it's got parents at each other's throats. The school boards and parents are, 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 are going at each other. It's just not the way it's supposed to work. No, yeah. definitely not. Appreciate so much you joining us today, Mr. Frank Bordeaux. He's the chairman of the Mississippi GOP. We'll take a break right here. We'll come back. We've got uh, Mark Prine, reti- retired Army colonel. He'll be here on the set at the Neshoba County Fair. Hi, right, so we're all right, Rhino, so we got uh, about another minute left. I'm sorry for that. I heard music in the background. I thought it was our music. So, Frank, we still got you. Okay. All right, all right. so we were, we were talking about this proliferation of critical race theory, which is, is disturbing in my view. Have you seen any evidence of that happening in the state of Mississippi where school districts are coming on board with that? I have not seen a single school district. I hear, as I travel the state, uh, our citizens are yeah. so concerned and worried about it, but I have not seen any evidence, uh, hard evidence, that any of our school districts have intentionally embraced critical race. Well, I've asked our audience if they do to let us know and report it. Let's let's, but let's dig in and figure out what's really going on, and not just accept it. 
face value. We, we don't want to get, you know, too jacked up over something that's maybe a, a nothing burger, non-issue. But we we got to be vigilant, and it's got to happen out in the communities. That's right. It, you can't rely on government to know everything and be everywhere. So That's right. All right, here we are. we got the break, and when we come back, we've got Mark Prine, retired Army colonel. We'll return after these messages on the JT Show. Stay with us. Are you ready for what is possibly the last lawnmower you will ever buy? If so, then you are ready for an Exmark. This is David Frederick with Frederick Sales and Service. And if you're ready, now is the time to take advantage of special Exmark pricing and special Exmark financing. With 0% financing and payments that won't start for 150 days. That's five months before your first payment and still 0% interest. You don't want to miss out on this opportunity to own the mower that landscape professionals purchase two to one over the next best-selling brand. So stop by Frederick Sales and Service on Old Highway 471 in Brandon and let me or one of my experienced staff help you find the Exmark mower that best suits your needs. At Frederick's, we are the Exmark experts. 26 years of award-winning selling, servicing, and supporting our customers with legendary Exmark quality. Frederick Sales and Service, the choice in outdoor equipment. Serving Central Mississippi since 1993. Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Fresh Gulf Shrimp. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Fresh Gulf Oysters. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Your Fresh Seafood Headquarters. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Highway 51 in Ridgeland, just past Lake Harbor Drive. 601-790-9407. Hey, it's Dave Logan, the general manager for Canon Nissan of Jackson. The all-new 2022 Nissan Pathfinder is now in stock on the showroom floor. There's only one word to describe the new 2022 Nissan Pathfinder. Wow! Wow! Come see it today and see how Nissan is bringing back the adventure. Come test drive the all-new 2022 Nissan Pathfinder today at Canon Nissan of Jackson. And imagine the places you can go. There's more. New inventory arriving daily. Versa, Sentras, Armadas, Pathfinders, Rogues, Kicks, and the Mississippi-built Titan truck. At Canon Nissan of Jackson, we don't have any market adjustments added to our prices. Don't make a mistake or go along with market adjustment. Come to Canon Nissan of Jackson. Our service department is open six days a week and fully staffed, and no appointment is needed. And when the smoke clears, you too will be saying, nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody. Are you a hard worker? Are you dependable? Do you have a good attitude? Do you want to be part of a team? If so, the Black Label Bridge Builders at Key Constructors offers lead men and women purpose-driven career opportunities with on-the-job and outside training, leadership development, and benefits. To learn more about what it takes to be a Black Label Bridge Builder, please visit Key's website at keyconstructors.com. Please also follow at Key Constructors on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook to see regular updates on the Black Label Bridge Builders. Gallo here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. It's so awesome! You're hearing the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Come on! Let's get on with the 
everyone the jt show super talk mississippi live from the neshoba county fair we are on founder square having a good day we really appreciate uh, all the folks coming by to see us recognizing the great work the super talk team does i really appreciate that but joining us now our good friend mark prine he's a retired army colonel uh had you on back when we were down at the armed forces museum right and what a lot of fun that was what a great facility what a great staff great team really appreciate uh, being part of that at memorial day that we, was so cool we appreciate it we know we got you guys scheduled to come down uh november yeah uh, for the uh, big events that are going on there with around veterans day but then yep. also looking forward to having you guys back next year for memorial day looking forward to that all right so you were just sharing with me off the air before we came on uh, a rather unique and special experience you've personally had here at the, at the Neshoba County Fair in the fairground. Tell us about that. Right. Oh, we were talking at the cabin the other night. My uh, great-niece and great-nephew, uh, only time they're here is here in the fair. And I told them, said, well, several years ago I was passing through the area on the way to a conference and I needed some place to stay, so I came out to the fairgrounds to, to spend the night out here. Yeah. Right after they turned the, the lights and the water on uh, in May and uh, gates were already closed, so I grabbed my bag and walked in here. And I was the only person on the fairgrounds. You know, here's place that's got thousands of people roaming around now and it was just me and several rather questionable looking raccoons armadillos <laughs> other things roaming around i told you this was a, that was the spookiest place i've ever been in my life it's just to be out here there's just me and uh they, they, they thought they kind of gave me the look like going have you, he really slipped off you know this time but yeah <laughs> that is that is awesome well this is uh it's such a unique uh mississippi event it uh it's so great and and you see really a, 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 I think a nice cross section of what Mississippi is all about. It's always, of course, been billed uh, primarily as a political event, but it, it's a lot more than that. It's a lot of fun, and I don't know that there's another fairgrounds in the country that has this unique cabin configuration, right? So cool. It, it really is. I don't think there's there's anything like this anywhere else in the country. And we were talking, Alex and I were talking about our street was founded in the mid '60s uh, by employees of then Abe Dewey Lumber Company. Wow. And uh, now, as I was sitting on the porch and looking around at the other people who've grown up on the street, too, there's some of the founders, children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren, and we had people on our porch, that particularly like South Dakota, Mexico, wow. uh, South Carolina, Tennessee, all over the place, who come back here for the one week. Man, that's incredible. I saw a sign uh, on one of the cabins close to the front. There was a political sign uh, uh, promoting a candidate for governor, I believe for Kentucky, if I'm not mistaken. Would not surprise me. Wouldn't surprise me at all. uh, Which is a a ways out. But uh, just it's such a neat deal. So we've had all the political speeches today. Did you get to catch any of those? I did. Caught just a few of them, came down, and I hate to say probably socialized more during the speeches (laughs) than I did listen to the speeches. But good time to come and catch up with people from around the street that you don't get to see every day or on a regular basis. So uh, it was a lot of fun. And Because that's where they are. I mean, yes. they're, they're, you see everybody here, yep. especially when the, the elected leaders at the statewide level in particular, when they're speaking, is a lot of folks you know are there wanting to hear what they have yep. to say. So, yes, indeed. Uh, you know, you, you hear so much about uh, political, uh, not not so much candidates, but certainly elected leaders 
that uh, just tend to keep an arm's length away from their base right. and, and their constituents, and, and they, they get uh, criticized a lot about that. But here in Mississippi, they're on that stage, and their constituents are sitting a few feet away from them, yep. a lot of them. Yep. And, and it, they never, they're here every year doing that. Yeah, and it, you look up, and you know it could be just about anybody walking by your cabin or <laughs> walking up on the porch going, do you know where so-and-so is, or can I get a drink of water, or, yeah, or would you like lunch? Come on in kind of thing. It's a little bit of everybody. So it's great. It really is a great experience. So glad we're back after that break last year. Yeah, I agree. And the other thing that I, I just got to point out, and I know you experienced it as, as being a long-time fairgoer, is people are just so dang nice, and they're so courteous. Yep. And everybody that comes by, certainly in my experience, if I eat everywhere I've been invited to eat, I, I just couldn't do it. But I'm so grateful for that. But it, that, that's the common courtesy that we we extend here. It that is. our culture yep. here in Mississippi. It is. And uh, it's always so nice. It, it's like... You're not meeting strangers here. You're meeting just friends you haven't quite known yet. Yeah. And by the time the fair's over, you're going to know them well. Yeah. So. But isn't that so cool? I mean, it's it like is. every one of these cabins is you're invited to. Nobody says, yeah. no, you can't come in. And it's just the opposite. I mean, they are, they are so proud to invite you in, mm-hmm. be their guest, yep. take care of you. That's really what it's like. We need more of that in our country. We really do. We really do. It's a, it, it's a unique experience. And I tell people about it, and they go, and you go in July? Yeah, exactly. That's kind of part of it. Yeah. All right, so uh, give us an update from the Mississippi Armed Forces Museum. Clearly a uh, hidden gem to a great extent and treasure here in the state of Mississippi. Anyth- anything new since we've been down there? What's going on? We have just uh, recently been awarded uh, some uh, additional artifacts. Yeah. Um, some macro, some very large artifacts. So we're looking at about 50 of them coming in over the next uh, probably six to eight months. Uh, everything from a helicopter, uh, some some tanks, uh, some artillery pieces, and strange enough, even some stuff from the American Revolutionary War that wow. we're picking up. Uh, we found an ambulance uh, that was used in the First World War that was still in perfect condition. Um, and so it's coming uh, over. Some of the items are coming directly in the museum to go on display. Others will be going in for a little restoration work before we bring them back. Uh, one of the legendary pieces of equipment, as I saw my friends from the Gulf Coast this morning, uh, a duck, uh, a, a floating truck. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, they were used extensively during Camille, and we have been yeah. able to locate one that was tied to the Mississippi National Guard. It'll be coming into the wow. collection here really soon. Uh, we keep laughing, hoping we get it to work. We don't want to take it in the, in the water, but we'd sure like to have one that we could drive just, around. So how does that come about, Mark? Does, uh, are there just donors out there that know about the uh, the museum, and they, they call you up, contact you, say, hey, I think this would be a great place to curate that? In, in many cases, it's donors that, that will contact us and say, hey, we've got something uh, we'd like for you to take a look at you would consider it many times we're contacted by uh, uh vfw's american legions that are yeah. decided that they're not going to go in business so they have a piece of equipment they'd like to donate to us macomb just recently did that okay. with us uh the center for military history that's based in dc has a very large warehouse and they'll go through the stuff and say hey these things are av- available we have you know if you'd like for your museum come take a look and uh, we laughed. We went over in January to uh, Anniston Army Depot where they store all that stuff. You've seen the end of the Indiana Jones movie where he's rolling the uh, the Ark of the Covenant yeah, in the box. Yeah. It's not in uh, Area 54. It's in Alabama. <laughs> uh, literally, just boxes, loads of stuff. That, that They go and say, hey, these are available if you like them. So a lot of people that – and what we're talking about that is, you know, if you have items at your home that you're not sure about, you know, belong to someone – Contact the museum. T- send us a picture. Let us take a look. We can help you figure out what it is. Yeah. Uh, Howell Grantham's uh, Navy Cross. That's how we actually found out about that one. 
And we should also point out that uh, the the major purpose of the museum, if it, correct me if I'm wrong here, but it is really to, to showcase and highlight Mississippi's uh, experience of participation, yes. right? Uh, exactly, yes. Uh, we're uh, working on uh, developing some more things for, with noted Mississippians, especially now as we're moving uh, out of the global war on terror, that, that longest conflict we've really been involved in, yeah. beginning to collect those artifacts and we wow. can highlight people who've had such a profound impact on global war on terror. Yeah, so, and in Mississippi, of course, has has lost a lot of, uh, of its have. native sons yes. and daughters in, in war, and and uh, we are, f- uh, of course, forever and eternally grateful for their service. But uh, it's it's keeping it alive. It just it feels really like that to a great extent as as time progresses, we we sort of tend to forget about sacrifices in World War One, World War Two, the Vietnam War, which was was uh, going on when when I was growing up, and I've always been fascinated by Vietnam, but. To a great extent, what you guys do is keep right. that history alive we so did. we can learn from it. We help remember people who have, you know, are, have kind of fallen out of memory of, yeah. of people. And say, you know, people like Fox Connor and Ira Welburn, noted Mississippians who shaped the leaders for World War II. But probably, unless you just, you know, happen to have an extreme interest in World War II, you've never heard of those two guys. Both of them from Mississippi. Both of them graduated from the military academy in the same class. Yeah. So... Just, just wonderful things like that. And we're also now, with COVID going on, a lot of people finding things in the attics, in the closets, uh, from hmm. family members who they didn't know. You know, this was hmm. in my grandmother's house. Now it's my mom's. Now I've got it. I'm not sure what this guy did. So that's what we say. We like to help people kind of remember those family members that maybe they didn't even know. Do, do they come to you sometimes, with perhaps not knowing about the details of that? Are you able to do the research uh, we, and we figure are, it out and then inform them? We are. We're able to help them uh, understand what they have and then show them, say, hey, you know, you could, this is your great-great-uncle. Right off and get a service record. And then when you get that, let us take a look. We'll explain what this was to this. So we really try to help Mississippians understand what their families had done in their that, service. That is, that is so cool. And i, I got to tell you, when I went through it, um, I, I'm just blown away, and, and in particular just blown away about our history uh, in the wars this country's fought. And the other thing that uh, I, I think just stuck with me was learning the fact that uh, Camp Shelby, during World War II, a training facility, uh, extended all the way down to the coast, had yeah. land that contiguous all the way down the coast. Yeah, literally all the way that area, you know, hundreds of thousands of people. People were talking about at one time Camp Shelby was larger than most of the major cities in the <laughs> southeast at that time. So, Just uh, incredible. Yeah, it, it, we're looking forward to November. We, You know, we've got the 65th Division is coming back. So. Yeah. We're looking forward to having those guys coming back in. Uh, their history is Camp Shelby and Europe, and then they disbanded, never reconstituted. So we're still looking at about a dozen World War II veterans coming back to where they started That's from. That's awesome. We look forward to seeing you again down there. Uh, Colonel, appreciate you coming on. Man, thank you so much. Yes. Enjoy yourself at the fair. Yeah, absolutely. Colonel Mark Prine has been our guest. When we come back, Douglas Carswell from the Mississippi Center for Public Policy will join us on the JT Show from the Neshoba County Fair. Great Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. 
When the power goes out, your life is disrupted. Heat, air conditioning, refrigeration, phones, all gone. Be prepared for the next outage with a Generac Home Standby Generator. After sensing a power outage, a Generac Generator automatically restores your home's power, whether you're home or away. Power your life with a Generac Home Standby Generator. In Central Mississippi, contact Generator Technologies at 601-862-3419. That's 601-862-3419 or online at generator-tec.com. Does your body hurt? Have you tried unsuccessful treatments for plantar fasciitis, tennis elbow, shoulder pain, or IT band? Innovative Health Clinic, formerly Acoustic Wave Treatment Center, offers an affordable non-surgical solution through acoustic wave therapy. The beneficial effects of acoustic wave therapy are often experienced after only one or two treatments. The therapy eliminates pain and restores mobility, improving your quality of life. Schedule your appointment at 601-944-5585 or online at InnovativeHealthClinic.net. Now taking same-day appointments. Whether it's the perfect wine, a great whiskey, or a recipe for a cool cocktail, Colony Wine Market in Madison can fill all your beverage needs. We stock more than 1,700 wines and 150 whiskeys hand-selected by our staff from all over the world. And just a few steps away, Colony Bistro and Wine Bar offers craft cocktails, an entire world of wines for tasting, and a terrific Southern European menu that has led Colony Bistro to be named Best New Restaurant by the Clarion Ledger. Visit us in Colony Crossing and see what everyone is talking about. I'm Andy Gibson, your Commissioner of Agriculture and Commerce. Come shop the freshest locally grown fruits and vegetables, meats, and other farm-raised products at the Mississippi Farmer's Market every Saturday from 8 to 1. While there, you can grab breakfast or lunch at the City Limits Cafe and shop our new Genuine Mississippi store for unique items made right here in Mississippi. The store is also open weekdays 11 to 1 every day. All this at the Mississippi Farmer's Market, 929 High Street in Jackson, right near the fairground. Y'all come see us. No drip roofing and construction. The name says it all. All types of roofing and construction. Your certified, certainteed shingle installer, family owned and operated for over 20 years here in the Metro. No drip roofing and construction. 601 371 1051. 144 Tactical Defense in Florence is your one-stop shop for AR-15s, parts, and accessories. They have a certified in-house Cerakote facility, and they offer a 100% lifetime warranty with on-site gunsmiths and master machinists ready to tackle any project you have. They're working day and night to keep up with the demand. Visit 144 Tactical and see the changes and get entered in a drawing for a free Guardian rifle of your choice. 144 Tactical Defense in Florence, where custom is our game. I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. An airman at Keesler Air Force Base in Biloxi is dead and three others injured in an on-base incident. According to Fox News, an airman died Wednesday during a vehicle accident on base that injured three pedestrians. The unidentified service member was assigned to the 81st Training Wing. And the number of active outbreaks in Mississippi's long-term care facilities has rapidly increased in recent weeks. State epidemiologist Dr. Paul Byers shares what is behind the alarming trend. The primary driver of those nursing home outbreaks are infections in unvaccinated staff and employees. And regrettably, in some cases, these infections are spilling over into the residents. Dr. Byers explained that under 50% of long-term care employees are fully vaccinated. For more Mississippi news, follow us on Facebook, on Twitter, or find us online at supertalk.fm. I'm Andy Davis. Hello, I'm Will Noble from Moorhead, Mississippi. I'm proud to be a catfish farmer. And being selected as Mississippi's Catfish Farmer of the Year means a lot to me. 
I pride myself in raising healthy fish for you to enjoy, and they were raised right here in America. So please make sure you and your family are receiving the best U.S. farm-raised catfish. This message is brought to you by the Catfish Institute. For more information, visit uscatfish.com. Bad internet is bad for business. We've all been there. Lagging video chats, slow downloads. Oh, come on! It's just not a good look. Instead, call Ceasefire Business. Our local experts deliver gigabit speeds backed by thousands of miles of fiber for the fastest, most reliable internet around. Period. No excuses, no apologies. Just fiber fast internet that works. Ceasefire Business. See how our fiber solutions can help power your success at ceasefirebusiness.com. Gardening is one of the most popular hobbies in America, with the average gardener spending five hours a week in the garden. In Mississippi, keeping a healthy, beautiful garden is practically an obsession. But if you have questions about gardening, there's no better person to answer them than the garden mama, Nellie Neal. So whether it's gardening basics or troubles for the more experienced gardeners out there, the garden mama has the answers for you. Saturday morning, starting at 8 on Super Talk Mississippi and Super Talk TV. You're hearing the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. They always say what they want. They're open about their opinions. They're not afraid to say what they feel. On the JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi, Rhino at the controls, bumping us into this segment with the obligatory rawhide on this uh, TV theme show Thursday on the JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi, live from the Neshoba County Fair. Joining us now, the uh, President, CEO of the Mississippi Center for Public Policy, Mr. Douglas Carswell. Thanks so much for coming on. Jared, it is wonderful to be on your show, and it is wonderful to be here at the greatest political festival in America. I think it is, and and uh, you being, of course, from across the pond, uh, you would have uh, a more unbiased view of that, of course, so your, your observations have caused you to come to that conclusion. Yeah, I mean, if there was the same amount of political common sense in the rest of America that I find here at the Neshoba <laughs> County Fair, the Republic would be in very good shape. Well, it ain't hard. It's just get government out of my life. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I've been talking to everybody on the show about that today. Where do we get to this point where we, we've got uh, at least one party in this country that believes that government is uh, is everybody's solution, the solution to every problem. And it's just this cradle-to-grave European-style socialism that, that frankly, has yeah. turned the continent to a great extent into one of mediocrity. Yeah. I mean, one of the reasons why Neshoba has so much common sense is because the politicians here are, it's grassroots. It's They're talking directly to ordinary taxpayers. Yeah. And that's how politics should be conducted. And if you're accountable to the ordinary folk, you're never going to go far wrong. Because when you do, they're going to correct you. Too much politics in America, like in Europe, is conducted by beltway people in remote capitals. That's the root cause of the problem. And one of the reasons why I think Neshoba works is because there's an appetite for this authentic grassroots politics. For those of your listeners who've never been to the Neshoba County Fair, 
and until today I was amongst them. Think of Neshoba County Fair as it is to politics what Wimbledon is to tennis or Augusta is to, <laughs> to golf. It is the creme de la creme. The top players are here, but they're talking common sense to ordinary folk. Yeah. And it really works. Yeah, and you're so right. We, we touched on that uh, a moment ago uh, with uh, the governor that, you know, you're, on, you're up there on the stage. And you're just a few feet from the people yep. that you represent. And, and if they don't like what you say, they tell you. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you really don't have a choice. I mean, it's not like you can go hide and, and just stay hidden from your constituents, which is what they tend to You know, the other thing that bothers me, though, Douglas, is certainly at the federal level, the longer they're there, it seems like the, the more removed they become. They, they sort of build uh, this kind of invisible fort around themselves, and that's a problem. Yeah, I mean, so many politicians, particularly at a national level, are egos in search of a purpose, and they're looking for constant validation and justification. <laughs> uh, you've got to ask yourself, why would you want a career in politics if it wasn't to achieve something specific? And I, I think that's the corruption of the American Republic is because of the prevalence of career politicians. Yeah. Going into politics as an ends in itself rather than to fix something. Well, it, it looks to me like that uh, a lot of politicians struggle with the fact uh, or the notion, I should say, that, you know, sometimes the best thing to do is nothing. They feel like they got to do something, and so that's that's rules, that's regulations, that's policies, that's restrictions, it's laws, it's statutes, and it's, it's just... And it's why they hire people like <laughs> Dr. Fauci, people who will tell them that they can fix the world. They can't fix all. Most things that happen are a consequence of forces beyond our control, and yeah. the best we can do is adapt to them. Right. The conceit of politics is that we can control everything with enough data on a spreadsheet, and we, we've just we've just seen for the past eighteen months how we we can't do that. We we can't influence the trajectory of a virus by imposing mask mandates. It yeah. doesn't work. So yeah. I think totally agree. Those of us who believe in limited government really need to make this case. We we can't have our lives governed by people who don't live amongst us. Unbelievable. It's, it is so counter to our founding and to what the vision was, uh, which was to go off for a short period of time and, and uh, do your duty and sacrifice. Yeah. It's no longer that. I think if George III was around today, he would feel right at home in Washington, D.C. <laughs> he really would. He really would. That's incredible. That, that is a measure of the extent to which I think D.C. has lost touch with its Republican traditions. All right. Tell our audience exactly what MCPP does. You're a, you're a policy advocacy organization. Uh, tell us what you guys do. How long have you been there, by the way? Now? I've been here for, as you can probably tell by my accent, I've only been here for six months. Okay. But um, we are Mississippi's free market think tank. We yep. believe that it's the founding ideals hardwired into the American system by the Constitution, the Declaration of Independence, that have made America the greatest republic ever. All right. And we think that by staying true to the principles of liberty and limited government and the free market, that is how we can ensure that America thrives and prospers. And it's not just good news for America that America sticks true to those founding principles. It's, it's, it's good for the world. Yeah. Um, what we see at the moment is an attempt by political elites around the world to rein back liberty, to get rid of liberty, to, to, to reinvent what it means to have a constitution. And, and, and we are in the front line resisting that radical progressive agenda. What are you, some of your priorities uh, from a policy and legislative uh, perspective here in Mississippi? Number one, we want to see an end to the state income tax because we think more people should keep more of their own money and not hand it to politicians. Number okay. two, we want school choice. Okay. Mississippi 
most Mississippians in the public system don't have school choice, and I think they should. Mrs. The United States is a country that can put a drone on the surface of Mars, but it can't teach kids in some districts in the Delta how to read and write properly. Unbelievable. That can only be fixed by making the system of public education properly accountable, and that means school choice. Just read an article this morning that uh, it looks like Holmes County School District is uh, subject to being taken over by the Department of Education. And about time, too, because Holmes County had a school superintendent who was earning $170,000 a year, Nuts. and it was F-rated, and yet the average per capita income of someone in Holmes County was less than 17000 that, That's just wrong. You know, how do we get the districts to, to institute more merit-based, performance-based pay, particularly at the, at the superintendent level? And there's even some latitude at the, in the classroom level as well. You know, some of the districts, of course, pay higher because of the way they supplement. The governor was just talking about that earlier. Is there an objection to that? Well, in all jobs... If you do it well, you should get paid more. And I think that's the same with teaching. If you're a good teacher, you should be rewarded for being sure. a good teacher. Sure. The problem is you have a, a pay scale that doesn't actually reflect and acknowledge that. Yeah. But the root cause of the problem is a lack of accountability. And the only way to fix the problem is to allow mums and dads to be able to shop around. If you went to Kroger's and they didn't give you what you wanted, you would go elsewhere. Why can't you do that when it comes to your kids' education? Well, the education establishment, of course, has a stronghold on that and very staunchly uh, ob object to that. What's the reason, do you think? Well, fundamentally, it's vested interest. Yeah. People, you know, if you have any group of people, whether they're lawyers or teachers or doctors, and they're not made accountable, they'll fix things in the interest of their profession. Yeah. What we've got to do is recognize that actually... The people in charge of the education system should be the mums and dads whose kids are in it, not people who are right. paid to provide teaching. All right, so I know you, you've actually written a couple of articles about this, and we've talked about it extensively on the program, and it's this uh, permeation of critical race theory. And they, look, the left can say it's not really critical race theory. They can call it polka dot for all I care. All I know is you look at the materials, you look at the content, uh, you look at the activities, it's scary how we're, we're dividing at such a young age. This is uh, destructive and harmful. The United States should be celebrating the amount of progress that has been made in two generations in terms of good interracial relations. Absolutely. And Martin Luther King had a vision of a country where people were defined by the content of the character, not the color of their skin. Yep. We should be celebrating that we're incredibly close to achieving that. There are, it's not perfect, but we're incredibly close to achieving that. Then along come a group of Marxists. That's what they are. They are. And they insist that people think of themselves primarily in racial terms. It's, it's appalling. It's toxic. It divides Americans. It's also contrary to the founding idea. In the Declaration of Independence, Thomas Jefferson talked about people having inalienable rights. That is what defined America as a republic of individuals. What people who believe in critical race theory want to do is define Americans by their immutable characteristics. That is Physical, toxic. immutable that characteristics. Is awful. Yeah, I totally agree. And it, it destroys the notion that we as individuals are the authors of our own future, our architects of our own destiny. It's a profoundly un-American idea. I know you focus at the, the center on public policy, but it's disturbing, is it not, Douglas, that uh, America's great corporations, even our military, 
are adopting this nonsense. It's, it's some of the stuff I've read from uh, Raytheon and Lockheed and Coca-Cola and McDonald's. You just go down the list. There's not a single major corporation in this country that doesn't have some sort of effort underway, and they're paying billions of dollars to these consultants to do was, all this stuff. I was one of those people who made a mistake about 10 years ago when I figured that a lot of these mad ideas that were on university campuses would stay there because when people yeah. left university campuses and went out into the real world, they wouldn't take these ideas. How wrong we were. They've taken these ideas and now HR departments in big corporations are now the primary vehicles for the imposition of these ideas across the American labor market and it's it's terrifying it's it's going to lead to a great deal of unhappiness it's it's also profoundly anti-meritocratic because yeah. it means that people today people today who achieve great things in the workplace are no longer seen as doing that on the basis of their own merits but because they're ticking the quota box yeah it's terrible well appreciate you coming on the program today douglas really uh, it's been wonderful thank you so much and um yeah next year look forward to talking to you soon appreciate that Final segment on the JT Show coming up next. Stay with us. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 20% chance of showers, sunny skies, high near 96. Tonight, a 20% chance of showers as well, mostly clear, low around 77. Your finally Friday, a slight chance of rain, sunny and hot, high near 98. And for your Saturday, slight chances of rain with sunny and hot conditions, high near 98. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. Hello friends, this is Andy Gibson, your Commissioner of Agriculture and Commerce. If you love agriculture and the great outdoors, then you don't want to miss the exciting new Ag and Outdoor Expo. 60,000 square feet of everything for ag and hunting and fishing. All on display in the brand new Mississippi Trademark, August 6th, 7th, and 8th. Put on by the great folks at the Foundation for Mississippi Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. And sponsored by Southern Ag Credit. Shop great deals on the latest guns, gear, clothing, and equipment. There's fun for the whole family. The Axe Women Loggers of Maine, the Fetch and Fish Dog Show, and the Big Buck Contest, Mississippi's largest display of trophy bucks. And Saturday night, you don't want to miss the concert featuring national headliner Tyler Farr and hot Mississippi artist Adam Doliak and Hannah Everhart, along with Corey Smith. The Mississippi Ag and Outdoor Expo, August 6th through 8th. For more information, visit MississippiOutdoorExpo.com. Mississippi Braves baseball is back and offers an affordable and safe outing for the entire family. See the future stars of the Atlanta Braves right here at Trustmark Park and enjoy daily promotions throughout the season. Single game tickets start at $5 and the Braves can tailor a ticket plan just for your schedule or a group outing from 20 to 500 people. For more information on promotions or to purchase tickets, call 888-BRAVES-4 or visit MississippiBraves.com. Take in the excitement of the return of Embraves Baseball this season with one of our Flex Ticket packages. Flex Tickets are the perfect solution for your busy schedule, giving you flexibility on which games you attend. Plus, offer discounts from our day of game pricing. Flex Tickets come in 4 to 35 game bundles and start at just $55. Guarantee your seat to our biggest nights of the season with a Flex Ticket package from the Mississippi Braves. To get yours, call 888-BRAVES-4 or for more information, visit MississippiBraves.com. Let's play. 
You already know that Madison Cellars is Madison's favorite place to buy wine and spirits since 1988. On Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center, Madison Cellars has a hometown feel with a big city selection. Do you have a question about which wine to serve with a certain dish? Call 601-856-0931 and let their knowledgeable staff help you find the perfect match. Find out more at madisoncellars.net or stop by today. Madison Cellars on Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center. The Mississippi State Medical Association presents the Healthcare Heroes Awards Gala. Celebrate the COVID-19 champions who have worked tirelessly over the past year to serve the people of Mississippi. With nominees that include small, nonprofit and corporate businesses, education, community and military leaders, as well as healthcare professionals. The Healthcare Heroes Awards Gala presented by the Mississippi State Medical Association on August 14th at 7.30 p.m. at the Jackson Convention Center. To get tickets or become a sponsor, go to msmaonline.com slash Pine Grove Behavioral Health understands that lasting recovery and healing begins at the roots of who we are. Transformation is deeply woven into the core of each individual through broad-reaching treatment options. As a result, we have gained a reputation as one of the nation's most comprehensive treatment campuses, drawing an expertise and multiple whole-life treatment programs to effectively address the real complexities of life and addiction. Call 1-888-574-HOPE or visit pinegrovetreatment.com for more information. One place, many solutions. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Now, here's more with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. Everyone, the JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi, final segment from the Neshoba County Fair. Gomer Pyle, USMC, bumping us into this segment. Uh, good one there, Rhino Shazam. So we uh, we've had a great time over here. It is hot and humid, but what uh, just a fantastic uh, event as it always is, and and appreciate so many. Uh, of our guests, what a what a lineup we had today! I tell you, folks, if if you want to learn about what's going on in the political world in the state of Mississippi, you come to the Neshoba County Fair. But more importantly, you tune into the JT Show and Super Talk Mississippi, the Gallo Show as well, of course, and you can learn a whole lot. And we certainly had it today. It, this is uh, not surprising, uh, but American. Teachers Federation of Teachers President AFT Randy Weidgarten has uh, now been ripped uh, after hedging on whether or not U.S. schools should reopen in the fall, period. So we went from we're going to be open, we're not going to be wearing masks, to we're going to be open, we're going to be wearing masks, and now it's we're not really sure we're going to be open. Uh, this was so predictable, wasn't it? This was so predictable. You could see it coming. Uh, these people don't want to. It's like they don't want to go do their jobs. They just wanted to get paid, stay at home, live off the government, and and really more importantly, they just want to wield their authority. I think they're going to see a huge uprising from people, parents, and it's not just going to be parents on the right. It's going to be parents across the political spectrum that are sick 
of this tyranny, that are tired of this authoritarian approach to everything in society. It's just not working, and it's starting to really aggravate people at the grassroots level. We're, we're seeing all sorts of backlash. We're going to continue to see it. And I think this does nothing but plays into Republican candidates' hands going into the 2022 election cycle. I don't think there's any question about that. Uh, but you could see it coming. So there's a story going around that rising uh, coronavirus cases are halting Hollywood movie production again. Netflix said the decline in fresh content is blamed for that. So we're not going to see as much content, even uh, some streaming music they are reporting as a result of this. Uh, is How long is this going to last, I think, is the question. Are we, are we getting sort of position for another round of major lockups across this country? I just don't know if the country is geared up for that. If they're willing to accept that, I, I was glad to hear our governor today say he has no intention of imposing restrictions. Of course, I don't know what that means as far as doing that at the local level, to any possible cl- conflict there with respect to uh, state guidance and state regulation. But was glad to see to, uh, hear him say that, I should say, that he has no intention of any sort of restrictive policies, including mask mandates, etc., the cases are rising. I also saw the uh, former uh, CDC director uh, on, on a program this morning saying that he thinks this, a, this is a two- to three-week event in terms of this Delta variant that's spreading throughout the country, and we certainly hope that that is the case. Uh, but uh, lots, of, uh, lots of bullets, it would seem that uh, Republicans could load their guns with, uh, figuratively speaking, of course. Don't be thinking about canceling uh, because of that figure of speech. But lots of ammunition, the campaign ammunition they could use. Let's hope they, they understand that, they're observing that, they're capturing that, and they leverage it in their, in their uh, campaigns to retake the House and the Senate and put an end to the Biden uh, uh, agenda. While we're talking about Joe Biden, I, I promise you we play a little clip. Hope you have it there, Rhino. This is Joe Biden yesterday speaking, and he gets a little confused about uh, the president for whom he served as the vice president. Well, I've got the one of him with the, uh, the Mack truck people. Yeah, that's it. That's it. It's at the Mack truck. I'm sorry. It was even the Mack truck. Anyway. And if we I don't do drive an 18-wheeler, man. Yeah. Oh, I wish oh, I yeah. could. <laughs> That's I awesome. got to. <laughs> that, was a, that was a different one. Appreciate that, Rhino. So once again, the president says he's addressing a group of Mack uh, truck employees, and he tells them what is a bald-faced lie. It's been, it's been vetted. He tells them that he used to drive an 18-wheeler. Now, remember, he had the Dodgers in the White House, the world champion Major League Baseball World Champion Dodgers a couple of months ago, and he talked about uh, some uh, giant base hit he got in the congressional baseball game in like 1972, and that was determined to be false as well. But yet all we heard during the Trump tenure was, well, uh, Trump, every time he moves his lips, he's lying. No, the, the truth is, this guy, he's constantly lying, and this is another uh, evidence of that. When we... Um, 
When we get, do the show next week, we'll pull that clip up. you got to hear it where he says, it. oh, yeah, I was the vice president under Trump. Just completely blows it, doesn't know where he is. I will be taking a day off tomorrow. I think you got Dave and Rhino holding down the fort for us. I'll be back with you in the studio on Monday. Thanks so much for joining us. Signing off is the JT Show from the Neshoba County Fair. Stay safe. God bless, everyone. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.